everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt of the Ground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers. Good evening, everybody. You are watching the often imitated, never duplicated Blue Shirt Underground show. My name is Jim. Today is January 9th. It is Tuesday. And as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by the lovely, the talented, the vivacious, the robust Eddie Kike. Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? He said robust. I thought of Golden's Mustard or something. <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. Uh, first off, I'd like to say uh, a happy birthday uh, to your wonderful soulmate there, Jennifer Eberhardt. Thank you. I'm sure uh, I know she appreciates that. She'll be tuning in later. Yes. Um, Unfortunately, she's best. off to work tonight. Yeah, that kind of sucks, but... She's like, you know. you're doing a show on my birthday? I said, I wouldn't be doing the show if you were home. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife said that, too. I said, I've done shows on her birthday. But, yeah, she's working. If she wasn't working, you'd be guys out partying. Right. You know how you guys operate. You like to go to the bars. You like to drink, have a cocktail, have a laugh, maybe do a song. Right. Karaoke. Sing a little ditty. Mm -hmm. Maybe you guys do a little duo, like Islands in the Stream or something. I think we've sang one. I think I got her up there once. Jen seems like she would be shy when it comes to that. Yeah, it's not her. It's not really her. She's she's completely content to let me to to watch me sing. <laughs> Christina's the absolute opposite. She likes to pick the right song. Oh, great! I love. It's great. Hey, look. It, it's it it's it takes guts. It really does. It takes guts. Yeah, on one of the cruises they had, you notice me and Jim are trying not to talk about the New York Rangers as, as <laughs> long as possible before we get into the show. But on one of the cruises they do, you do karaoke with a live band. So she oh. did. Uh, I'm on a dead or alive by by. Uh, 
by Bon Javi. Yeah, by, by, by Bon Javi. That's a hard song, man. Wanted, wanted, dead or alive. Pat T, what's going on, brother? What's up, Pat? How are you? Oh, Lord, I don't know what the hell is going on. All right. Let's get to it. I know. All right. I, well, I, I I hate to I hate to start the show off on a down note, although the the Rangers aren't going to help us out much here. But I did want to mention that I I found out late last night that um, longtime listener and he he was around almost as long as uh, almost as long as Frosty, John Moldovan, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Uh, was that a viewing party or two? I believe. Yeah, he came down. He, he, he was known here in the chat as Mr. French. Uh, he passed away, and I felt bad that we didn't know this back in April, actually, of last year. Uh, John was battling cancer, and he was he was improving. I spoke to his sister briefly last night. He was improving, and then he went to the hospital with an infection and just uh, and and never came back from it. And uh, unfortunately, we lost John back in April. John was a he loved it. John had two loves in his life, the Rangers and chess. But you talk about a guy with recall, Eddie. We could, you and I could pull the most obscure mention out of Ranger history, and he could give you five paragraphs on it. Right. I mean, he really knew his stuff when it came to Ranger history. And uh, he was a, a nice guy, a supporter of the show. And uh, it was sad to hear. It was very, I was, I was sad to hear that. I, I happened to be. Scrolling through my friends list last night, and I came across his name, and I realized we hadn't seen him in a while, and I clicked onto his profile, and I kind of saw a comment that made me uh, made me think that you know something had happened, and I reached out to the person who made the comment, who just happened to be his sister, and and we talked for a few minutes, and uh, you know I told her how much he meant to us and the show, and. You know what a great, uh, great guy he was, and and he will be missed. So, uh, Mr. French, John, if you're if you're listening, we love you, we miss you, and uh, and and thank you. I'm gonna. Um, he um, he was a kind of a quiet guy. Oh, okay. This is. I had been talking to him. I just pulled it up. Uh, this is wow. This is yeah. This is in '23. Uh, the, February twentieth, two thousand twenty-three. I said, "How you? How have you been holding up?" I was thinking about you the other day. Let me know. Uh, then uh, he got back to me same day. Said, "I'm doing well. Having a transplant next week." Uh, I said, "Good. Uh, keep you know, keep up the good fight." And that was, it. That was the last. That's okay. Wow, that's on my birthday. Oh my. Uh, of 23 of 23 yeah yeah i i don't think i i don't think he ever i don't think he made it for the uh for the transplant he was he was oh okay he was counting on so wow, that sucks, man. unfortunately he lost his battle uh he was probably mid-60s uh, again far too young good guy good guy very intro uh, introverted like uh when i met him i've got a picture i'll, I'll post it in the on the underground of, I think me and him, he was not a, because a lot of times when you were on the computer and back then we were on block talk for most of the, his tenure with us, and right. he was, 
he was great with the quips, you know, but yep. he wasn't a, you know, he, he very gregarious on, on, on the chat. But when you met him in person, very quiet, which was, that happens. There's some, you know, and that's it, all good. I was just surprised he came down. And I forget where that was. I don't think it was at McHale's. I think it might have been at the other place. No, it was might have been Slattery's. It might have been Percy's. It made him. It was a. It was a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah, it might have been Slattery's. Might have been Slattery's. All right. So, all right. <sighs> now we brought everybody down. Let's let's bring him further. No, I, I don't think you can get further than a death. All Even right. though Rage's hockey has been. Uh, <laughs> lackluster to say the least all right uh, i'm gonna let you go because i feel like you got uh you got more fervor about this more uh frustration than i do at this point well i i, I am frustrated i i just think i i think the cracks are are beginning to show hey chris um i think this t i i don't it's probably partially the injuries partially the roster construction uh partially we just have uh, there there's there's uh, a lack of talent in some spots right now rangers made a big change today apparently in practice will cooley was put on the first line with mika zabinajad and chris Kreider, which may may mean that the blake wheeler blake wheeler experiment blake wheeler has come to an end uh will cooley was put on the first line let's let's be honest folks I know he had a little run there with some with a point streak, but he was not meant. This is not this is not the version of Blake Wheeler you want on your first line. Ten years ago, maybe so, not anymore. Uh, too slow, you know. Too slow to keep up with Zabinajad and Kreider, and and he's holding that line back. So that experiment hopefully has has come to an end, and. The Rangers also sent Brennan Othman back to Hartford. He played so much. Yes. Uh, Peter Laviolette, who, whose press conference from today I do have, if we want to listen to it, basically said that he uh, thought he had a good first game and that he kind of uh, was not as noticeable. The second After that, so he's he was sent back. Jake Lecision has been resummoned from Hartford. Uh, Adam Edstrom has a has a uh, lower or upper or somewhere on his body in uh, injury. <laughs> so <laughs> he was unavailable to, to for a call up. Hence, hey, Chris hey Chris. Hence Jake Lecision. That's a bad decision. It's a bad decision. Ah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's a bad decision. I like that one. See, you guys are. Uh, 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 I, uh, I I appreciate the. I. There's some people who have hit the, the nail on the head as far as I'm concerned. Continue. I've seen it in the, mentioned in the chat room, but keep, continue. All right. Uh, to continue. Uh, Johnny Brodzinski, again, I understand we've got some guys hurt, but you suck. He's just not an NHL player. You suck. And, 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 and they're suffering. You know, I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why he's on the second power play unit, but I, I, 
He's terrible. I, I find it hard to believe there's not a better option, but what do I know? I've never coached an NHL team. He's Last, terrible, ladies and gentlemen. He's terrible. Look, he's standing up, ladies and gentlemen. That he, he is terrible. <laughs> I don't understand. And the, let's see. Next on my list, uh, Eric Gustafson, who we all loved and got off to a great start, and we loved how he looked, and we loved how he moved the puck, and he was scoring, and he's nowhere. The bloom is off the rose, as they say. So we've got a problem there. And I'll tell you where else we've got a problem, ladies and gentlemen. I've been telling you this for three years, and all of a sudden now people starting to come around to my to my world. By the way, Mike in Houston, the great Mike Silvers, I saw your comment on The Athletic today where you said sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. And I said, I know exactly who that is. And I knew it was you. Well, of course, your name on there is Michael S., so it wasn't hard to figure out. Keandre Miller, folks, not good. Not good. Oh, no. I am sick, sick, sick and tired. Sick and tired of seeing this guy out of position, Last night, he goes down, he blocks a shot, and he just gets up and he stands there. And what did the Canucks do? The Canucks scored a goal right in front of him while he's standing there spectating. I, I, the team was fucking spectating last night. Not good. He's not good. Stop. Not good. We traded up for this guy. We got to have him. Stop. This Keandre Miller is a prime example. He ranks up there. Vitaly Kravtsov, Dylan McElrath. Smartest guy in the room syndrome. Uh, Nobody knows what we know about Keandre Miller. We're going to trade up. We're going to get this guy. So what if he's only learned how to play defense three weeks ago? He can skate. He's tall. He's big. He's bald. Who cares? Nobody knows what we know. We are the Rangers. We are so smart. He stinks. 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 He stinks and the fans are starting to come around into my little circle into my circle they see he's not good he's not good he's getting second defensive pairing minutes he's not good truba is doing poor jacob truba our captain is doing the work he's like a pack mule back there doing the work of two defensemen while this lunkhead Drags down my team. Oh, please. Enough. The whole Enough. defense stinks lately. Enough. Pick you know who stinks the most? Go into, go into, listen to me. Listen to all me. Right. Do, you have, right, do you have NHL 23 at home? You have it on your console. You got it on the Xbox. You got it on the PS5. You got it on your Atari. You got it on your Magnavox Odyssey. Go into your Magnavox toy. Go into your NHL 23. Go into your roster. You click, put the A button on Keandre Miller's name, and then when the drop-down window, add to trading block. I'm done. I'm done. Smartest team in the room. Let's. I want him gone. I am sick and tired of watching lazy defense. Lazy? Lazy. He is lazy. He is Bill Haley in the coasters. Keandre Keandre Roosevelt. All right. You want me to do it? You want me to do it? I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it. Chris Demeet, fourth season. He has not improved. He's got seven goals. Oh, so what? 
What? He's, so what? He's, he's a, a defenseman. Defenseman. Defense. He stinks on defense. Then move him to the middle. Who stinks? And I'm going to say it. He goes just Durkin. A 904 save? Are you kidding me? Not good. But the no, defense is not doing him any favors. of the world. Keandre uh, Miller stinks. Let, let me let me tell you. This is where he is right now. This is where he is. First of all, you can't win with a goalie, a starting goalie with a 904 save. He's along the guys that are alongside him in this are Ricardo Montebalt, who beat us the other night <laughs> with a 906. <laughs> yeah, Samuel Erson on Philadelphia, Peter Marazic. Uh, who gave us Fritz, although we did beat Chicago. John Gibson, who he, he's a good goalie, but he's a, on a terrible team. Uh, 903, Philip Gustafson, Piotr Kachetkov on Carolina, UC Saros, uh, all these guys that are bums this year. You cannot win with a goalie with 904 save. Guy never gets a shutout. He was outplayed last night by Thatcher Demko. Now, look, granted, those goals that they got were some beauties. That Pedersen goal was phenomenal. Yes, it was. But I'm looking at the shots on goal, and it's 15, and we're out. We're down four to one. That can't happen. I, I'm not disagreeing with you one bit. Igor has not been good, and Quick has not been as good lately. No, I knew that was going to fall. That, that bound to happen. I, That's why he's the backup. Somebody said it in the chat room earlier. Now, I know I'm getting a little defensive of Keandre, and that's why I'm bringing this up. So, And that's why you're standing up. I'm standing up. <laughs> and here's the here's the deal. Uh, now I forgot where I was. With, with the, the he's a low-key head case. I believe he's a low-key head case. The Igor? first period. Igor? First period, what? You're, you're talking about Igor as a first-class he uh, head case? Uh, he's head case? a low-key head case. I, I would absolutely like, agree with that. Absolutely. I'm not saying – what was that guy? Ilya Brizgalov? Who was that guy? Was the spaceman, not Brizgalov. Briz yeah, Brizgalov. Brizgalov. Yeah. This guy – He was nuts. He, he, this guy gets crushed when goals go in. I mean, and then he's got to make sure he, he – he makes some good saves in the second period to get back into it. Dude, you got to – ever since he had that kid, that kid, I blame that kid for, for ruining him because I feel like he doesn't have confidence. He When he gets scored upon and when they come quick uh, – no pun intended – when they come quick and yep. fast, which seems to happen a lot lately, which drives me fucking nuts and late. That late period goal when, when, when Vancouver made it 3-1, game over. Game, set, match. You could have turned it off then. Well, that was yeah, I mean, they, we got th three problems with the with the goaltending. You got early goals in the periods, in the game, early goals, late goals in the period, and these goals that come in bunches. We're up one nothing, then all of a sudden we're down 3-1. to one. You don't even have time to go take a shit, and you miss three goals. I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I think he's. Uh, yes, the Rangers need to stop procreating. Right. No, no glove, no love. That's right. That's the new team motto. I don't want to hear no quit in New York. I want to hear no glove, 
No love. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I have to say, yes, they're very disheartening, these bunch goals for the fan. I'm getting <laughs> so aggravated by this that I, I'm just cursing. I'm just cursing. And yes, I think it has a lot to do with the goals, uh, the, the defense. I think the defense is porous. Am I going to put it all on Keandre Miller? Braden Schneider stinks. Philip Gustafson's not playing well right now, right? Eric, I mean, uh, Eric Gustafson. Eric Philip Gustafson. Where did I get that? Eric Gustafson not playing well. Oh, I think, but, but look, I think now, again, Lavi, that fix it. What's going on? That's that's two out of your six defensemen that aren't playing well. I mean, I, I'll give you Adam Fox has not been the same player since he came back from injury. I know no, he scored a goal the other five. night, but he hasn't been the same player either. Not so, a five on five. So either he's not healthy or he needs a couple of games off for his headspace. All fucking defense needs games off for its headspace. And the goaltender. I mean, when do this team just came off a bye week three weeks ago? What do they need? Another one? When's the all-star break? I, I mean, come I mean, on, they spent, you know, they roll in the in the New Year's, thumping their chest, the best team in the league. They haven't played like it in weeks. I haven't. I I'm getting worried. Even that Chicago game, they should. They, they, Chicago had no business being in that game. That game should have been over before they finished the anthem. But Chicago stinks. They're bad. They are. They are. They are on the express train for an, for a for a second lottery pick in a row. And the Rangers let them hang around in that game until what? The third period, right? The Rangers came out and got two early goals. They had no business playing hockey with the Blackhawks. They stink. I know, but you can't beat Connor Bedard and a bunch of fifty-year-old men on that team, and that was that was Morazic, right? Yeah, I couldn't believe he was still in the league. Didn't he play with Doug Sotart? I mean, Peter Morazic—he's played for thirty-two teams, including the Cleveland Barons. That's where I got thirty-two from because he never played for the Rangers. Guy was a Minnesota North Star. Elvis Merzlikens, better save. Than Nico. I mean, there's just I, Joe I, I get all this, and I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not here to preach the sky is falling, and I'm not one of these panic people. But I'm seeing a lot of things I don't like. And I understand where I understand this team's position in the league right now. They're still leading the league in wins. They're still comfortably in first place with two games at hand. But I'm telling you, the train's coming. Well. Uh, well, I hope I hope not, John. But I just I would say I'm gonna bring it back to normal tones and sitting down chat. I feel that for the first time this year, I I I, I feel worried. I feel concerned about the whole team dynamic. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's it's now. I I think a lot of it has to do rationally. These teams are coming out and giving the Rangers their best because they are number one, number one in the league. I don't know if they still are. Vancouver, this was a a big game for them, but the thing is, Vancouver's guys came out. Rangers got to get five on five straightened out. 
The Rangers got off on a power play goal last night. You know, goalie lost his stick too on the play, but whatever. And Panarin's been phenomenal. That second line has been phenomenal. But right now, the first line, Blake Wheeler, to me, if you're going to go and just bury Keandre Miller, you should put him in the same grave. Buried. But Blake Wheeler stinks. He, I just, I flow. I just did five minutes on him. He's got, I know that experiment has got to end. He, he doesn't, he barely belongs on the fourth line, barely. And we got too many fourth liners right now. Right, we do. The, the third and fourth line are fourth line, uh, are, are fourth liners. It's interchangeable. I don't. And we don't know when Tyler Potluck's coming back. We don't know what's what he mean anyway. I mean, I like the way he was playing. He's not scoring. He wasn't in goal. No, but it, no, but it, it, it just puts I guys like out. Of, it puts guys out of heavy. It, it juggles the line. It, it moves things around. Capo Caco skated today. He's been upgraded from a red jersey oh, to a God. yellow. To, let me finish. To a I yellow just, jersey. I just wanted. I, okay. From what I understand, he is participating in all drills, non-contact. So his return. Could be very soon. That will help. I don't care what you think about Capo Caco, but you can't tell me he is not a better option on the second or first line than Blake Wheeler or Johnny Brodstinsky. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to subscribe to your interpretations. So let's get him back. Somebody get on the phone with Philip Heedle. Are you coming back? Yeah. <laughs> are, are your eggs still scrambled? Fine. Take the year off. We'll see you in camp. And if not, well, God bless and good luck, and we hope you're feeling better. But we can't wait forever. I, they are in, they are they are right now they are at 51 points, which means they are going to be in position for for if 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 things hold up, they are going to be one of the tops, one of the higher seeds in the Eastern Conference, which means they are by default a cup contender. Moves are going to have to be made. We can't wait around on on Filipino. We can't wait around on his cap space. We gotta we gotta make a plan. We gotta move forward. Now, I know people who that root for other teams are watching this and saying, "Look at these guys. They they're on top of the world, and all of a sudden they're panicking. The sky is falling." Let me tell you something. These people in this chat room and, and these two men in front of you, we see the trends before anybody. Right. You'll read about this in Larry Brooks's articles, just like it'll, it'll all be tomorrow. It'll all be tomorrow. We're ahead of the game. I mean, this is what this is what's happening with the Rangers. The Rangers are a disjointed team right now. They don't, I feel like there's no cohesiveness. The defense is getting beat. I mean, there she is. The birthday girl. Passes that turn into two on ones. And then the other guys, I mean, he passed the other guy, and I can't rely on Igor to make a save anymore. It's it's always in the net. And I gotta worry about his psyche after he gives up the goal. It's the defense's fault, it's the goalie's fault. There's these breakdowns that are just I, I mean, is it a slump? Is it some kind of we're not going to do – I feel like the Rangers are reaching too much. And when I mean that, they're always looking to poke and, and, and do this. And that that's Keandre's – his biggest thing. 
is he's always with the stick. And then he has to rely on the stick to bail him out. Where, uh, you know, uh, you got to take the body a little bit. And he, he does get, and I'll admit this, he he's capable of the brain fart, like, more than any Ranger defenseman. Soft and stupid. Stop. Uh, Move along. Trade him. What about Braden Schneider? He stinks too. And I don't think Ryan Lindgren is all that great either. I, I can I can live with Braden Schneider on a third line, on a third pairing. Yeah, well, but they got to get somebody else in there. Well, they probably get a lot more for Keandre Miller. <laughs> exactly. Forward. We can get a forward. We can get a we can get a a, pro, a productive forward for Keandre Miller. Well, you know, uh, what do you want to? Uh, they're a team of nice guys. What do you want? <laughs> When mean guys, or do you want? I mean, the Rangers have elevated themselves to like number. Look where they are in the standings. I mean, this can be fixed. Absolutely, and I'm telling you how to fix it. Get Wheeler off the first line, trade Keandre Miller, and send Johnny Brzezinski one way back to Hartford for starters. That's your three starters right there. Those are the first three things on my on my PowerPoint presentation. I Chris, I see what you're saying, and I understand the the money thing. Three point eight five for a defenseman, a second pairing defenseman. Who stinks? No, stinks. You have gone. We've it's been doing this show for one year. You're like he stinks. The next year, you're like, okay, maybe I was wrong about this guy. Right now, he's not playing years, he well. Stinks. Four years. How long are we gonna wait? How long I got to wait? He's got to pace for 14 goals. I mean, I don't understand. I'm, he's not here to score goals. He's here to play defense. I don't oh, care oh, if he oh, scores okay. goals. What is this? Uh, Stop giving wait. up goals. Okay. Well, bring back Carol Vadney. Yes. Bring back Don Ory. And bring out all these guys who can't move the puck and can't score. There's a different era. Era. He stinks. Ah, Robertson, he's never going to play, Ryan. You know that. He knows that. The American people know that. Bob Dole knows that. The whole bit. <laughs> Matt Robertson should be up with this team. It's just because you like him. I don't like him. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't like Keandre Miller because oh, he stinks. Boy. He stinks. Stinkus. Uh, okay. All right. Get me Corey Potter. I... I I feel like it's a whole team. The team vibe to me sucks right now. He's on his third coach, and he still can't play defense, and he's still lazy, and he's still oh. soft. Oh, God. Soft, lazy, stupid. Now, Peter Laviolette, who we were ha he doesn't recognize this. Even he can't get through to this guy. Oh, please. I'm sure. Morgan Freeman and Lean on Me couldn't get through to this guy. Oh, come on. Now. Herb Brooks couldn't get through to this guy. It's enough. Yeah, bring in Mats. Bring up the mats. Call it, we'll call it the, yeah. the, the mat line. Doormats. Door, yeah. Doormats. Doormats Robinson. Matt Rempe and Matt, Matt Robinson. Could you imagine if they called the two of them up? I'd be in my glory. I know. I might need to see the ticket. Be, how many coaches is he not going to be brought up by? Tom Rennie didn't bring him up. <laughs> All right. 
The but, Wolfpack, the Wolfpack are here Friday night. By the way, I am, I am hoping, I, I'm hoping things can work out and Jen and I can go to the game. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Oh. Keenan couldn't get thrown to this guy. Oh, Keenan would have given up on this kid three years ago. Oh, he wouldn't have made it out of practice. Would have traded him for Jay Wells. Done. Yeah, you know what? He said he was done with this guy three. Instead years of my ago. broad, she's telling you what's up. She doesn't know. She doesn't know nothing she, about you. She knows me better than anybody on the planet. Ah, come on. I, I see it right here on the show. You like, he stinks. He's terrible. He's, he does. He stinks. And then you're like, maybe I was wrong. Keandre Roosevelt. You're just trying to listen, don't take your anger. DeAndre Miller. Oh my God. Uh DeAndre. He stinks. Nope. Sorry. No, sorry. I agree with that. He he is inconsistent. At times he looks lazy. I'm not hey, listen, I'm not representing Keandre Miller in this kangaroo court. Okay. So don't talk about him. Coming off like Keandre Miller's defense attorney here. I know. I'm feeling like uh being attacked. I mean, I to just there's a lot of things wrong right now, and you can't. That's why if the Rangers can get to the deadline and start, you know, this is what it was when we came into the season. We knew we had a bunch of cast-offs, and now it's start, they're starting to play like them. I mean, we're, we're sitting here and waxing po- uh, poetic about, oh, I can't wait to get Tyler Pitlick back. I mean, <laughs> really? I mean, you think we'd ever say that? Far. I'm just saying, you know, there's another guy missing from the lineup. That's all. I don't know what he sees in Johnny Burdinsky. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I, 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 I just I can't keep harping on Johnny Burdinsky because it's just you know. Yeah, How much yeah. can I say? I say the same thing every week. There's a reason why this guy's played is 30 years old. He's played 100 NHL games. The reason for <laughs> yeah, that. Old <laughs> That's good. Hey, Even I'll like that. that's good. <laughs> Keandre Oselich. <laughs> Eddie is Miller's Atticus Finch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Every time he touches the puck, I get nervous. He's uh, a nightmare. That's your problem. Well, right. That's my problem. The coach doesn't get nervous. The NHL coach doesn't get nervous. Oh, I bet he does. You just can't tell by his expression because it's always the same. It's always the same. <laughs> it's always the same. Darth Vader had more facial expressions than this guy does. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mario can uh, can. Uh, Mario, I, I, it's exactly what I said just a few minutes ago. Fox has not been good since he came back from his injury. All bye, right, Tanner. Bye, Tanner. Go play Fortnite. They still play that, kids? Oh, she's deadly at Fortnite. Yeah, but the kids been around like 10 years. Yeah, it's still popular. Wow. She plays all the time. I don't know. I feel like I, I... I mean, doesn't everything... When the Rangers are losing, doesn't everything annoy you? Like, now I can't stand the bro love between Zabinajad and Kreider. That whole fucking thing. Like, I was... I used to love it when they were winning, and now I'm like, look at these two assholes hugging each other. The... And then last night with the fu- the announcing, when they're losing like that, and I got to hear every woe is me with Vancouver. 
Brock Besser's dad finally died of cancer. Now he's a good hockey player. Score! Two-year two battle, Curly Joe Besser. I mean, come on. Why bring that up? How do they know that? They don't know anything about the Rangers, but they know the fucking family history of the other team. They talked oh. about JT Miller more last night than they did when JT Miller played for the Rangers. Exactly. Just double the annoyance. You sound like Yankee fans. Wow. I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess it's bad. Uh, I'm not a Yankee fan. <laughs> I don't care. I, I, it's just right now, it's just, it's rough to watch. And you, I'm in the goals that Igor gave up, I'll say last night, you know, there were two goals that were spectacular goals. Yes, there the were. Rangers are at a position defensively, and you could pick a Ranger defenseman. They're they're just not, you know, they're just they're not where they should be, and everything goes in. Oh, Don LaGreca, what, what do you defend? Apparently, Don LaGreca has on his podcast defended Sam and Joe. What else is he going to do? Say how bad they are, right? So, anyway, you're not going to hear anybody who 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 collects a paycheck from MSG Network say anything bad about either one of them ever, ever. Well, yeah, I think the rain. You know, I'm watching Roxas. Yeah, I think definitely you got to replace Wheeler. Uh. Gustafson is struggling right now. And then they put him with Fox last night. What was that all about? Oh, he 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 was mixing he, everything up last night. He was it just, was the Tom Rennie line generator. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he was he was juggling everything. I mean, you know, Lafreniere was out there with Zabinajad and Kreider for a while. Lafreniere was out there, you know, on his normal line. Then he moved Panarin up with Zabinajad and Kreider for a while. He was moving every I mean, like I said, okay, that, Pat, that, second, that second line was – they were on the ice all the time. Take care, Pat. So. I don't know. It just – you can't subsist on that one that one line. I – and the second line's they're not the first line's not bad either. I mean, they get their goals. You know, Zabinajek got off to a slow start. He gets the points. Kreider had a lot of shots, but I think you told me before the show that Zabinajad had, had no no shots on goal last night. None. Not a one. Nay, nay, nay. And it, 22, 23 minutes of ice time. Not one and shot. Gawan should still be kill, killed. He's the worst. He was the worst. No adjustments, Gerard. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to measure it up? Oh, how many goals? Because you read an article, The Rock, that the, the compared it had uh, Gerard Chuckles Gallant smiling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Gallant. Sucks. It's terrible. Get kicked out of every place. We had coaches. They're in a rough stretch right now. Let's not eat our own here. Let's not turn on each other. We're all we've got. Sean's got a good one there. They're calling the <laughs> 911 on the 131. Uh and Laffy 
is... Oh, please, just stop. You also said Vincent Trocek stunk, and it was a lateral move for him and Ryan Strobe. So don't you right now, please. Don't tell me about you called it, they called it. I hate that. And he's turning on everybody. I love I'm it. just saying. I mean, everybody said I called it. What? What? They're nine and seven in the last 16, and all of a sudden you're pining for Gerard Gallant or whatever they are? Get the fuck out of here. They lost to the Devils. There was no plan. Up. Oh, I did all I could. I'm out of here. Okay. Right. I've done my job. Get that fucking bald headed bastard. I hated him. Gerard Gallant's the answer. Right now, we're in a rough patch, guys. I'm sorry for getting a little vocal, but I just, uh, uh, you know. He's going to stand up again in a minute. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, you know, come on. It's dark times. Listen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we got to slow down, Ryan said. Dancing Larry Brooks, uh, he's got to get all these notes down. I think, right. it's a, I think it's a team vibe right now. Larry's got three transcribers working on the show right now. <laughs> for those so, of you that for those of you that maybe didn't hear the show last week, Eddie and I played the uh, press conference from from Peter Laviolette last week, where Larry Brooks asked him if he thought there was a it was an issue with these losses that the Rangers have had these five one losses where they seem to get beat so so badly, and uh, Peter Laviolette said that, you know, they've lost 10 games, that he didn't think it was that abnormal to lose a couple of games five to one. So Eddie and I went back and compared Laviolette's first season to the first 10 losses of the Gerard Gallant era and then the first 10 losses of the Elaine Vigneault era. And the very next day in Larry Brooks' column, he did the exact same thing comparing the first 10 losses of the Gerard Gallant era. The exact same thing. So, right. Once, uh, we've we've all suspected that Larry Brooks is a listener of this show and gets and some God ideas. You, Larry. Right. If he writes an article tomorrow about Keandre Miller stinking, it's, then I, I want and, royalties. And the Rangers moved up to get him and the whole thing. <laughs> right. I want royalties. Yeah. <laughs> Smartest guy in the room. That, you know, hey, look, I, I like Larry Brooks. I'm one of the few people that do. Well, yeah, I like him too. I mean, at least he's he, he asked a tough question. These other Bambi Pampy uh, uh, beat writers, they answer softball questions. I mean, they ask softball. Uh, uh, do you think that uh, Igor uh, changing his skate laces had anything to do with the way he played last night? Nah, see, that would is a perfect question, but that wouldn't be the volume it'd be. Do you it's got to be something like totally badly mic and uh and it's sponsored by somebody right. who would want to be a sponsor for that ve whatever those vegan bites they have or whatever this uh, if you can't even hear the show what are they putting into the show to sponsor <laughs> sean <laughs> Larry, wait wait sean says Brooks is going to be writing his column while standing up for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> Larry's at a stand-up desk at home watching the show. Why am I doing this like they actually write it? Like you'd be like He's got one of those court stenographers on that thing with the, you know, and uh 
Take it shorthand. Trust me, is right. Diane is right. They're a billion-dollar team in the media conglomerate, other than in Hollywood. They're in New York City, and they can't make these fucking uh, these these uh, dumbass reporters. It's ridiculous. All you do is put three microphones in the room, and you'll hear everything. So, Blake Wheeler, you get what you pay for, Chris. That's what they got. And I don't think for now, I know right now, as the Atticus Finch of Keandre, as the Atticus Finch of Keandre Miller, 3.8 isn't a lot of money. So, get Artemisimov up here quick. Bring him up. Bring him up. Bring him up. Nobody's panicking. Why, why, why do chef? I You're love angry. you. Chef, I love you. But why do people always interpret when criticism with panic? I'm not panicking. I fully I'm realize panicking. their position in the league, their position in the standings. I'm just saying that there are flaws on this team. I said it last year, and everybody said, You're panicking. Look at them. Look at them. And then guess what? They were done in Seven fucking games against the Devils in the first round. I told you last year there were flaws with this team. Everybody said, you're panicking. You're panicking. Penny, penny, the sky is falling. We lost two games. Well, guess what? We lost four fucking games right to the Devils because they were flaws on the team. And they were badly coached. I'm not always wrong up here. Ah, you're, you're right a lot. Keandre Miller stinks. Well, you're wrong on that. <laughs> you get, you just, stinks. You're from an emotional. It point looks good in the suit, though. We got to wear it more often. Watching the games from the press light, from the press box. What about uh, see John Riggs? And John Riggs is so in tuned with this program. This is how in tune he is. No red alert alarm in the intro. No panic. And you know what? I even thought to myself. I consciously thought. Don't play the red alert during the during the intro because we're not there. We're not there. I'm just yeah. telling you there are flaws with this team. John Riggs knows how this works, though. He gets it. I'm sorry. I'm he looking gets at it. comment. He's driving me nuts. Flaws of the teams that weren't addressed. They had $8 to work with in the offseason. Who? And for the first 30 games, oh. everything Drury did was great. Tyler Potluck was good. We was the Gus Bus. We gave him a nickname. He was so good. What a job he did for uh, but Bach, Blake Wheeler. Okay, he he kind of sucked, but then he got a little bit Blake better. So I don't understand that they just didn't have really any moves. It's basically keep the ship afloat the way I came into the season until the trading deadline, and let's get the you know, let's get the, the rent the rentals. So. The fact that they're contending for the one of the, you know the best team in the league at this point. I mean, Chris Jury, we were talking to Peter Laviolette as coach of the year, and Drury brought him in. Now, what I want to see from Laviolette now is Jim, who's gonna is Blake Wheeler gonna sit? Is are the, is he gonna make guys more accountable? What I saw in that last game was. Panic. Panarin, every shift. It seemed like he was out there the entire game. 
Now, he's been hot, but this guy is a system guy, played a system. I feel like the Rangers have lost their will to win puck battles and to put an effort in. I don't know if they're just getting outworked because these teams are coming in and treating the Rangers like a real team, like a, a real top contender. <coughs> uh, you know? And I agree. Costa just messaged me. Says Wheeler needs to ride the pine. People got to start being accountable. I want players accountable. <laughs> so I agree. I, I mean, listen. I know I'm not. I'm not panicking. I'm very upset. Okay, that's why I'm standing up. I'm they've upset. It lost four out of six. Did not play very particularly well against Chicago, in my opinion. And they lost in a shootout to the Canadians. I'm not as upset about that because, I don't know, just going up to Montreal, the whole, I don't know. I, I, come on, the bloom is off the rose with Jonathan Quick. I, I, I just, and then this is another thing that puzzled me with Lafulette. Lafulette, sorry, Lafulette. Oh, wow. I'm in a three-way chat with these guys. Anyway, here's the thing. Is that, why did he put Lafreniere as the third choice in that shootout? Why? Can you get inside his head? Lafreniere uh, has played very well lately. Yeah. He uh, has. But he can't score. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe, you know, emotional thing it's in montreal he's got the family there maybe he's just figuring he'll get a spark out of Man. the guy i don't know uh by the way jonathan quick has lost three in a row and given up four four goals in two of those games <laughs> these lost three in a row including the shootout loss so i i, I don't understand i i i don't understand this is a lot of things. I'm not in the first time this year I'm in this territory where I don't understand. And I'm frightened, folks. I'm frightened. He needs a hug. I, I am because I feel like now I don't know anything. I have I had the Rangers kind of pegged and everybody's roles and, and now <laughs> and now I uh I'm I'm worried. Like Jim said, you know, when the Gus bus, I said, wow, what a great pickup. And now he looks you know, pedestrian and, and Schneider is struggling. Who are hoping to make a, a, a step? And some people think Keandre Miller is not playing very well. And, and stinks. And Adam Fox is not playing well after the injury. These these are the defense. I never really was ever worried about. I have to say, in the last, even under Gallant, uh, those guys took care of business pretty much. Um. But now I feel like, oh, is it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And and the goals in the bunches. I don't understand this. I feel like when they get a goal against, they should call a timeout and have to freaking talk about it. Right. Listen, Let's make sure we don't do it again. Yeah. Can you give me 10 minutes before you let another goal in? Because <laughs> it is... <laughs> It, it, it's concerning, and it, you guys know as a fan, I'm throwing shit. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, another goal. 
And I threw the penny saver across the fucking room the other night. I was reading there trying to get a bargain, and all of a sudden, it's a fucking toss it. Go fuck yourselves. One minute, minute you're looking at a 1999 oil change, and then it goes flying across the room. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, I'm running out of things to throw. My wife's hiding things before, she, before the games. Oh God! I mean, it, oh, it, it, I, I'm not. I'm not at all panicking. But I'm. Just oh, you're panicking. I I'm see. Not, I'm not panicking. Just like you used to get on Lundquist. You remember that? <sighs> you used to pile on Lundquist. That was another one that he used to always say to you. <clears throat> He's not good. <laughs> I would call him out when he didn't play well. Just like I call anybody else out, he's not a he's not above criticism. Now that now Rock put this one up by Rock. Rock, this is a good point. I have to say. Well, yeah, I think we talked about this last week. It was just less. It was it was this less ridiculous. It was less than eight last week. Now it's happened a couple of times. Yeah, I mean this is ridiculous. That's got to be corrected. That's got to be corrected. And 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 Rock. Eight times this team has given up multiple goals in a minute or less, right? Against Montreal the other night, they gave up two goals in a minute and 30 seconds. They waited a whole extra 30 seconds. 30 seconds they gave us. Gotta stop. I don't know. I feel like the the, the how – I'm trying to explain it away. Last night they gave up two goals – they gave up two goals in the first period in two minutes and 24 seconds. And then in the second period, two goals in a minute and 14 seconds. Jim is right to panic. So, <laughs> so I, I'd love to, I'd love to see that stat reworked to how many times they've given up two goals in two. Yeah, oh, thank you, Sean. Look, Sean coming, coming right at me here with this. 11 goals allowed within two minutes or less. 11 times. 11 times. How many? 11. 11. How many games have they played? 36. That's a fucking high percentage. A third of the time you're giving up goals in bunches like that? Come on, that's not acceptable. Yep. I, I, we are we are in this we, you know we're in we're into 2024 now the playoffs are are three months away these are things that need to be fixed and they need to be corrected and if you want to read about it go to the new york post larry brooks will have it in the www.nypost.com slash sports slash rangers he's right right now he just copied and pasted what sean said Chef, I get it. And there were times last year when they had the most points in the East. But guess what? Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you know what it is. And I do. Nice clerk's reference. Yes. In a row? <laughs> uh, it's concerning. And you're doing it with supposedly the best goalie in 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 the league. Oh, I like Euro Trash coming in with a conspiracy theory. Uh-oh, what, what did he come in with? Sean is Larry Brooks. Sean, this is like to tell the truth. The little, will, will the fake Larry Brooks please stand up? Wow. 
Uh, I don't. I don't understand. I. I. I mean, Artemi Panarin is has a. I. I just think that the bottom half of the lineup has to pitch in more with the goals. You got to have a third line. I mean, that third line is. We all know they need a legit third line center. It's a mishmash of guys who are just tad better than the fourth line. Right. Bring in Messier. We need him as coach. Oh, God. I think it's just a bump in the road. It's not as good. It wasn't as good. Yeah, exactly. VZ. Jokinen for a third line center. VZ has seven goals playing on the fourth line. He's the only guy. He's kind of moved between the fourth and third line, hasn't he? A little bit? A little bit, but... I feel I, like the third and fourth lines have been very interchangeable parts. Chris, the meat, I'm shaking my drink, and you know why. Use that stupid term, apples. He's doing it to get your goat. That's why I said when I see somebody trying to get my goat, I shake my... at you. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. So I, I don't know that the, the team is never as good as you think they are. And they're never as bad as right now. We're in a rough, what I consider we're, we're ahead of the curve. We see that there's a rough patch. We're not looking at the standings and saying, look, you know, look where we are. We're still, at, because I, I'm worrying, I'm not worrying, but I'm concerned that this could be the start of something that could become a snowball effect where it becomes, you know. Right. I don't think Shesterkin has been good this year. I I don't. There's been some games he has been fucking magnificent. This guy can't get a shutout for whatever reason. I don't understand. Does seem to be rather elusive. And again, I don't blame it on him. I don't blame those goals. There were a couple goals last night that were fantastic. But then I'm looking at these other guys, Ricardo Montebont on uh, on on Montreal. He looks like a world beater. He's making like 50 saves. All these other goalies, and I just don't want to say it's uh, it's um, it's always all these backup goalies. These goalies are their starters. Thatcher Demko is their starter. Now, I just, you know, and we will never, and Jim will back this up, and you guys know it too. I am never, just because I love Igor Shesterkin, I'm, it's not like I'm not going to tell the truth about him when, when he's not playing well. I don't have that blind, I'm a results-oriented fan rooting for a team that gives you no results. Right. So if if he's not playing well, I'm going to say it. Even though I know, you know, even when Lunk was towards the end, he sucked. He just wasn't good anymore. I understand he's probably the greatest Ranger goalie ever played, but I, I live in the present. I would, I would not say, I'm just saying he's got to be better. The whole team has got to be better. Yeah, it looks like uh, Cooley's going to play. That's the answer. It's the answer today. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. I want accountability. If you're struggling, and if, for instance, even if 
Lavila thinks Miller is struggling. Ride the pine. What's what's the problem with with benching some guys once in a while during the season? When does this become like a, a, a are these guys egos so fragile that they're going to be crushed? Wow. I don't know. So we'll see. <laughs> Would you like to take some Cam Talbot is doing fantastic uh, until he gets hurt again, and then he won't be doing fantastic, Sean. Although I do like Cam Talbot. I do have some rookie cards for sale if you'd like to buy them. Available in the lobby on your way out. Available in the lobby. You want to invest, put your money behind behind your attitude there. Fandom. Uh, I agree, Brett. I think he is. Uh, we had this debate, I think, earlier in this season. That sometimes, I don't know. I think, you know. Brett Anderson using a great term there. Coitons. Yeah. Coitons for him. No, no, no. Coitons, you understand? Coitons. Oh. They're adorable. Oh, they're adorable. <laughs> That's the curtain. Any any Bugs Bunny reference is a good reference. Yes. You want to talk to some people? Sure. I want to see what people got to say. Call up. Join the show. So we don't have a phone number anymore. They, they click the link to join. What's up, Mike? How you doing? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Long time no see. Yeah, I've been trying to get in here. Every time I do, it's either. Uh, you know, I'm at work or doing something else or, or at home. I like your uh, transmission now. Did you get a new phone or something? I did. I did. I say, the other phone Merry Christmas like... to me. Merry nice. Christmas to me. I got a new phone. I was that last time I thought we were talking to you from Iraq during the Gulf War. <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a Samsung S23 or some shit oh, like look that. at you, huh? Yeah. Black Friday deal, so... All right. Well, have, uh, Merry Christmas to you. And uh, what what do you got? Uh, what do you got? What what's your solutions? What's your takes? Well, first things first is that uh, I'm not panicking either. I actually had a guy I work with who uh, is a big sports fan. Looked at me and said, "How about your Rangers?" I said, "Right now they're just struggling. Right now they're just struggling. I'm not. I'm concerned. They need what they really should do is give some guys some days off. Sit them out. Sit them down." You know, move some guys around in the lineup, let some other guys get a chance to play. And, uh, you know, I would, I, I would I would have kept Ottman up, honestly. Uh, Maybe, well, he, uh, well, I don't know. Well, I think I think what Laviolette's evaluation was pretty good. I mean, that he did have a good first game. I think he had like four or five shots on net in that game. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe they just want to give him minutes. He didn't play much up here. Um, yeah. Uh, now, you sure you're not panicking? Because it looks like you're calling from a panic room. No, I'm in my car. I actually just got home from work. Ah. Okay, cool. So. Now, you work for FedEx, right? Yes, yes, sir. All right. Uh, I have a FedEx question for you. Okay. I don't know if you now, can see the logo. There oh, there you go. Wow. Okay. Is there a difference between FedEx ground and FedEx mail or whatever they call it? 
I hear this all the time. FedEx Ground is mostly contracted employees. FedEx okay. Express, who I work for, I'm an, technically an employee of the company. Okay. You get this question a lot. So people bump it into you on the street. Like, oh, yeah. The- oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. I just want to know. work and making deliveries and whatnot. So. Uh, okay. Cool. 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 It's, it's, a, it's a tough job. Tough job. All right. Now. Can be. Can be. Uh, so, Especially in this weather today. Oh, yeah. It's like a fucking monsoon out there. Yeah. I'm surprised the electricity hasn't gone off on this broadcast. Uh, but okay, so here we go. Sean. So said Larry Brooks is gonna be talking about FedEx ground tomorrow. <laughs> Let's hope he folds us properly, you know. Yes, okay. So this article. Um <laughs> I, okay. I did notice, like, right on time, the Carolina game and all that. I noticed that when they started getting up goals, it's like something's not right. And uh, I, like I agree with you guys. I'm sorry, Eddie. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was just listening to you. No, I, I did feel no, the I just, same. I, I, I'm, I'm totally with you guys. I think I think Miller sucks a bag of dicks. Excuse my French for saying that. But uh, he, he's fucking. Uh, all right. You're entitled to your opinion. Atticus Finch will let you hear. (laughs) But I don't know who you replace him with, honestly. I don't know if Robinson's ready. I don't know. Zach Jones, uh, you know, Zach Jones is about as thin as my wife, but, you know. Yeah, I know. Zach Jones is not the answer. No, no. So I do have a question. It can't be any worse. Don't tell me it can't be any worse than Keandre Miller. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Mike. What's the question? Do you think they make the make the phone call up north to Ottawa and see what it takes to get Tarasenko back? I think Tarasenko uh, would be perfect for this team, and I probably wait to the trading deadline. I think he yeah at the deadline. At the deadline, I mean, what does he only have a one year contract? I think up there, maybe no, he maybe something like that. Yeah, no, has I think it's a one year deal. It is a one year deal. Has a one year deal. Uh, I like Vladimir Tarasenko. They need to make moves at the... And, and they're going to. They're going to. They're not going to sit like like they are now. They're going to make moves. They're going to do something. You know, and I really do think Laviolette's going to get this team back in shape. The sooner the better, of course. So, I have got to give it a little time. Like I said, I do too, Jim. But I really do think that maybe some guys should... Uh, to take a seat for a game or two, a couple of games, let them regroup, maybe watch it from upstairs and be like, okay, I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing that wrong. I see this. I see that. It's not, you know, it doesn't hurt. I mean, they got, uh, thank They're God gone. they won those games early in the year. They banked those points. So now they. Uh, right. Know, they got a little bit of position. cushion to get the, to like regroup here. But. Um, yeah. I don't know. I like sometimes I think it's just like the holidays and all this bullshit. The games are broken up. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I know this team is better than they've been playing. They're never again. They're yeah. never as good as you think they are, and they're never as bad as you think. They are. Oh yes, they are. <laughs> oh my god. Unless your name's Keandre Miller, then uh, then you're on Jim's shit list. I, he's absolutely as bad as I think he is. Yeah. He's worse. <laughs> Uh, guys, can I? I was wondering if I can ask a favor. 
Sure. I was wondering if I could make a little, little statement in the train. I can say it that much. What's the favor? No, no, no. No, uh, no, no. I just want to say something to the to the people listening, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. Um, I lost my mom in August to uh, unexpectedly, and I posted some things out there uh, to to that, and I got a lot of good compliments back. A lot of good, not compliments, excuse me, a lot of good comments back. And I just want to take the time to say to everyone, thank you for, you know, the kind words and all that, especially you two guys. I know you guys both said something to me as well. Um, I just, I, I just wanted to come out and say it myself, just put instead of a, uh, a stupid post. So oh, I appreciate well, the moment to, uh, to say it to well, everybody. Well, we're, we're a tight community. We take it's very unexpected, but also at the same. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. I think so I am. I did say the other day that I was uh, plans in the works to come to get up to the viewing party next time. Oh, that'll be and, great. Uh, I might, yeah, I might bring some friends as well. If it That's happens. cool. Yeah. Well, I think you know. I so as of right now, plans are in motion to get there. Nice. So, uh, and I was just gonna yeah. say that you know losing your mom is so tough. Both me and Jim have lost our, our mothers. And I think early, as far as their age. How old was your yeah. mom? And seventy. Uh, she was passed away a couple weeks before her seventy-third birthday. Uh, yeah. So me and him, yeah. we, could, we definitely can relate to it. Oh, nope, now you hold got on a second, guys. Uh -oh. Hold on a second, guys. There we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> well, right, Mike. Uh, Sorry, guys. Our <laughs> again, and I'm All glad. Right. That the, the Thank you. I, and, and I didn't want that to be, I didn't want that to be like that. I just wanted to take the moment oh, I know, I to know. say to everyone, no problem to thank, to, to thank everybody. So, so All right, I'll let you guys be because my wife is look. Yeah. My wife is looking for me right now. Oh, <laughs> he called it, Jim. He called <laughs> it. Is in the house? <laughs> no, she texted me. Are you okay? Because she's Are worried about the weather and all. <laughs> He's outside <laughs> having a meltdown. He can't come in. All right. We'll All talk right. to you soon. Take, Take care. care, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Take care, guys. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Bye. Good night. You talking to those two schlimmiels for that podcast? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Let's 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 uh, talk to Costa. There he is. What's up? Hey. Let me ask first question. Of all the cheap, cheap, um, Who's been who's been the the best um of all the from the bargain basement bin? We say Benino. Oh shit! What are you gonna? What's going on there? Santa Claus with a reindeer outside? What's going on? <laughs> ah yes. Well, how things at that photo mat you're working at in there? <laughs> yes, Benito. I would say Benito. But I think he's getting now. He's getting exposed now. Would you say that? Would you say that? Wow. Benito or Quick? Now I think Benito's been fine. I, they didn't bring Benito here to score goals, and I think what what he bring the other things that he's brought to the team have been block shots, unquestionable. Yeah, but as a, as, a, as a three C, yeah. Well, yeah, but he wasn't brought here to be a three C. He was right. brought here to be the four C. Right. 
So yeah, I mean, you could do it's better. Not his fault. It's, talking, it's not his fault. Philip Heedles made a made of uh, glass. Butter. Mr. Glass over there. He has so much glass in his house. He'd be a chandelier. You know. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> uh I don't know. I'm not panicking. I mean, I mean. Oh, you're panicking. No, I'm not. You're panicking. You're panicking. How do you figure? Oh, you're not panicking. I, I know you're not panicking. Uh, I, I mean, I was I was upset with the Chicago wow. game. Yeah. Oh, I, I almost flipped, flipped, flipped my fucking desk, man. I saw you. How do you, how do you, how do you play like that in, with um against those those bums? What? What? Jared Sonorty? Uh Fighting Blake Wheeler, that didn't get you. Jared Tenorti, I saw in the Wolf Pack like two years ago. And he's playing with an NHL team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw you on the internet going, you're going to pay for my new TV. <laughs> down to nothing or something. And I knew exactly what you meant because, uh, you know, you don't want to get violent. Uh, you might as well turn the game off. Exactly. Uh, I thought the, I thought Gustafson was a great Pick up until like the last four or five games. Yeah, he's getting exposed now. Why do you think he's gonna? Is he? Is he like? Is he? Um, what do you think he's on? Is he? Is he like a lunkhead dude like a uh, Keandre? You know not to ask me that question. <laughs> I am the last defender of Keandre Miller. I think left on Earth. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's just having. A, he's slumping. I don't know. I mean. Guy, you know he he's played. They, they he's done everything they've asked him to do. It just might be a slump, or or maybe this is why he's never been a first pairing defenseman or a second pairing defenseman predominantly in his career. He's an offense. He, he did well. He did well as uh, Fox's uh, understudy. He did. Three. He did. But uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Uh, but. I disagree with Rock saying, and I think you even mentioned it in the chat. They strapped cap wise. I don't know what you could have done in the yeah, they're in cap hell. They're in cap hell. They had barely any money to work with, and two because weeks they're ago, paying marginal defensemen four million dollars. But you're also paying you're paying a guy who should who should be making six million, eight million, or five million for that matter. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I want to know. Uh, um, number eight on your thing, number one in your heart. You know what I'm saying? Number eight. Oh, please! You're gonna attack Truba now? How dare? No, you. no, no, no! I'm saying, but but let's be honest. Is, is, is Truba worth eight million per? For me, he is he I is ain't paying him. See, show me that highlight reel of hits, and I'll be going. Uh, just the fact that Joey Wagner there is like, can you believe this goon? He does it again. <laughs> he does it. Oh, mercy me. This is probably the same guy who had no problem with frigging, um, um, what's his name when he was gooning it up? Matt Cook when he was gooning it up. Yeah, Matt Cook. Cook, one of the fucking most notorious goons in the whole world. Yeah, but because I, he was on Pittsburgh, oh, he's, you know, you know what? Out of here. Next, these Ranger fans will be coming after Truba with saying he's not a good leader. He's not a good nah, captain. That'll nah. be the next thing. That'll be the next Tr thing. Truba, Truba needs to be, get in the locker room and start breaking sticks. 
and breaking fucking tablets too. Jimmy Mac, you are my man. Uh, you get it, Jimmy Mac. Finally, please. Miller Finally, stinks. Sense. He stinks. Miller stinks. Lazy, dumb. No, lazy, dumb. Wrong. Third best demon. Get out of here. Jimmy Mac. Third best demon. Man after my own heart, then. Oh. Hey, we hey, we can get we can get some good fish nagels for that guy, I'll tell you that. No, I think he's very uh he would appeal to a lot of teams. Uh my my wish list, my um trade line wish list, Zenko and Monahan. That's my wish list. Sean Monahan. Yes, sir. Not again with Sean Monahan. He keeps creeping up in this show. Why are you all about Sean Monahan? What's his stats look like? He'd make he got a, a better save than Igor. And he'd make he, 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 he's um you know he'd be the the perfect three C or two or three C I think. Elias Lindholm, chef is talking about. Oh God, Lindholm, Lindholm! If you get Lind, you're going all in. If you're getting Lindholm. And you and you guys give up a, a lot of shit for that guy, and and as as you know, Rock just doesn't like giving up first rounders for fucking rentals. Uh, I also believe that uh, Blaine Harms is another man who's joining Atticus Finch's uh, defense team. He's a Miller believer. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens, guys. Uh-oh, Rock wants to join the chat. I'm a little scared here. I uh, kind of went out with him. <laughs> Buckle up. I got to stand up for this. I got to stand up for this. But I, I, mean, I mean, I love Rock. I love Rock. Oh, no homo, of course. No homo, of course. About is, is because I think I – because let me, let me just say this in closing. Rock and Sean, they have a great show. Right. And I and I think I think they're a little more serious. What? The Ranger talk. You guys do a little bit of the humor, a little bit of the satire, you know, but still good, you know. Oh, thanks. Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah. What are you, the Nielsen ratings? Get the fuck out of here. Shut them off. <laughs> what are you, both Siskel and Ebert? Get the fuck off. <laughs> How are you critiquing on our show? Yeah, we have a little fun over here. I think uh, they have fun too. But I'm not, I, I just don't, this is what it used to happen. There would be heated arguments about the Rangers at the, the old garden, and you, you'll be still friends. You'll take Key over Lindgren? Get out of here. Oh, definitely. Key over Lindgren? Come on. Your, people's, your people buy into this heart and soul bullshit. And you know what? It doesn't add up in the end. It doesn't add up in the end. These guys always get hurt. They have targets on their back. Their careers are shortened. I like it, but I'm not. How about one I'll, I'll, one say, I'll, say, I'll, I'll uh, say this. I'll yeah, say I, this. Do not pay this guy like you paid. What's his name? That's well, let me ask you what, DeAndre Miller will play forever because he never hits anybody. But like fucking what's his name? Um, um, Jen's <laughs> favorite player. Don't put, don't, don't sign that guy. Like freaking, what's his name? Fuck, what's fuck's name? Who's Jim's favorite player? 
No, Jen's favorite player. Oh, yeah. Well, he's let me ask you, you're the cap salary guy, cap cap guy. How much do you think would be reasonable for Lindgren to sign? Um he's probably gonna get five. Five per. You said he's probably gonna get five per. What do you think of that? Fine? Mm-hmm. It's gonna depend on the term. Okay. Ten years. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Somebody chef came in at three. I don't think you get Dan Girardi, yeah, don't 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 pay him like you paid Dan Girardi. That that's insanity. We should have learned our lesson with the Dan Girardi contract. Yes, they wound well, up it's, buying it's him if, out. It's not if we learn our lesson. It's about it's about the Rangers learning their lesson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they haven't learned any lessons. Well, I certainly appreciate your review there. Uh, are you going to be reviewing your Oscar picks uh, soon? I want them all next. Uh, Golden Globes was last night. You have any more criticism for us as long as you're here? Okay. Last, oh, yeah. I mean. Do Eddie and I need to dress better? Are, are Sean and Rock better dressed on their show? Yeah, I mean, really. No, 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 no. No, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I support both shows, but yeah, I support my show with, this, with, with, with my presence, which is very important. So I, I, I you got me flabbergasted here. Just shut up. <laughs> hey, what are you banning my group now? You never show up to any of the shows now. You're putting a secret boycott out. What? 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 On idiot box, you we got to um, um, no the guys are talking. They're like West Coast. I said I think he's secretly boycotting us. No, 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 no. Um, what a what a rock and Sean have a band? Yeah, a rock a rock and Sean got a new band. They're more serious than on my joke band. Oh, they got that band, Stupid Cube. Yeah, Stupid Cube. They're in stupid. They got. But they're more serious, Jim. It's too, it's too funny. <laughs> all right. Okay. Ghost, we're going to let you go. All right. All right. All right. I met you. We'll talk yeah. to you soon. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 All right, I have we have Matt holding and we have Rock holding. I'm gonna let you pick. I want to hear. I want to talk to Matt. Hey, Rock, I gotta get it while my energy's high. All right, well, I do want to talk to Matt though because Matt was at the game in Montreal, so I want a full report. Okay. So I know that's why he's here. All right, before we get to either one of them, let's do this first while we have a captive audience and Costa. (laughs) Uh, What did I do with it? A photo lab he's calling in from. <laughs> Bins. <clears throat> February, Saturday, February 24th, viewing party time at the uh, at McHale's in New York City. Rangers taking on the Flyers, 3 o'clock game. Costa might be there. I don't know. Uh, it depends. <laughs> We're going to have raffles, giveaways, drink specials, food specials. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, 
So we hope to see you guys then. It's going to be a fun time. If you were at the one we had in, uh, was our last one, November, right? Yes. We had a great time. Rangers won, pulled off a uh, come-from-behind victory against Nashville. We had a great time. We have a great record at our viewing parties. So we hope to see uh, we hope to see everybody there. The Facebook event is up. So if you can make it, RSVP, we appreciate it. And as always, never a cover charge to get into a BSU party. It's free. Right. Good luck. We are, and uh, hey, we have good luck when opposing fans show up. Some of us have better luck than others, but as long as the Rangers win when when opposing players show up, that's all I care about. Yes. Get it together. All right. So Matt, hang in there for another couple of minutes for us. And I'll just sit there back. He is. I'll what just up? sit back and let you two talk. Stand up for this gentleman here. Stand up. <laughs> How are you, Rock? I'm very good, guys. Thank you. This is uh this is a treat to join you. Uh between the kids and everything. It's that's why we usually do our show at 9 30 at night. So this is a treat to join you guys tonight. Uh, an honor, as always. Um you know, well, that, that time's be probably better for Costa, too, right? Well, I think any time's good for him. That's <laughs> Which is good. No structure in his life. Which is perfect. Um, yeah, we, we we try to take into consideration everyone's feelings. Um, so, All right, give it to me. Well, before I want to get – I want to clarify something. I never said that – the whole Galant thing. My feeling was – and just get it out there – is that they crucified this coach, they killed him, they ran him out of town, very well so, because it was the only bullet this GM had, to be fair. And this team is doing things that they didn't do last year. They're giving up goals in bunches, and they've given up five or more goals eight already eight times through 39 games. They still can't score five on five, and still are shitty defensively. So, I mean, what, what's really changed? You brought back the same exact team. Did you really think that there was going to be a, this huge – I mean, they did. They got the boost from Gallant the first 20 games of the – excuse me, from, from Laviolette the first 20 games of the season. And, you know, now they're coming back down to earth. I mean, it, it was it's expected. I mean, they weren't going to go on, on a – you know, they were 15-3 and three to start the season. I didn't expect them to go, you know, 50-9. and, and nine. Or whatever, you know, whatever. I can't do the math in my head. I'm not that quick. Well, they weren't going to be the Bruins from last year. Crazy, I mean, I don't... But they're doing the similar things that they did last year. So what's really changed? I mean, they actually did better when Fox and, and Shijuki weren't in the lineup. Now, was that a combination of of teams taking them not taking them seriously because Jonathan Quick's in net? Because Louis Domingue's in net? Was it the competition? Did they catch teams at, at the right time? Since that Boston game, since Capo Caco got hurt, this team is 500. Since they beat the Boston Bruins seven to four, Thanksgiving weekend, this team is 500. Yeah, so I think they're eight seven or one or something. Eight seven or one, I think, without Caco. Yeah. Well, so well, do they take their foot off the gas? Do they think, oh well, you know, and we've seen this team do this, and people killed me. Because I got mad because they let Detroit back in the game after being up by an obscene, obscene score. Because they let a three-goal lead against Minnesota evaporate and lose in a shootout. A 6-5, San Jose, who stinks. To, that game to even be 6-5. You're supposed to be one of the elite teams in the sport. And you're allowing these shit teams to hang around every game instead of putting your foot on their throat and, 
and, and choking them into submission. I mean, it's going to bite you in the ass at some point. And, you know, I got criticized for it. Oh, you're too critical. You're too negative. You're too this, you're too that. Well, what do I have to be positive for? I've seen one championship in friggin' 80 years. So, I mean, that's what, my That's feeling. not enough? God, well, that might be all we get. Okay. Oh man, it's so frustrating. I, I mean, it's coming coming into this season with Peter Lavulet coming. Than I thought they would. Okay, but I'm, I'm, let me finish the question. What what was your? I don't know. What was your expectations of what you wanted to see from the Rangers? Uh, my expectations were, I think, like most of this fan base, let's get to the playoffs mm-hmm. and. Then we're gonna see. Okay. Now I agree with you on almost all your points, but I do not. Gerard Gallant was not a good coach. He just wasn't. I he just let them go. And yes, there are problems now. But for the first twenty-five games or so, everybody loved them. Now I'm glad that you were still critical. I think you're very hard to sway because of the past transgressions of this franchise because there's always a shoe that's going to fall, fall down again. And we're all waiting for it, but, oh yeah. Uh, yes. Rock has his own show. It's called, uh, what's the name of the show again? Sorry. Two guys, two guys, one cup, two guys, one cup. Sorry. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Yeah. So watch the show, but, I feel like this is not I'm, – I'm, I'm not making a personal attack. I feel like you're always waiting for that shoe to drop. So Eddie, you're I've never always... had any other experience. So until it happens, I'm going to be always waiting. I, what, I had one. It's very hard. It's very hard for me to be any other way because every time I, every time I give this team any type of props, any type of credit, they go on a fucking losing streak. So I might as well just be this way. Because maybe that's what needs to happen. And for my own psyche and for my own mental sanity, that's what <laughs> way I need to be. Because well, like, the, like the rest of you, two years ago, when they were up 2-0 against Tampa Bay, I'm looking at my schedule to see, the st- well, when, when, well, maybe the parade might be this week. I have to see. And I already planned on the parade. I ain't going to lie to you. Wow. They to collapse the way they did. I was so angry at myself to allow myself to, to feel that, that feeling. So, again, this is way this is the way I deal with it, because if I, I feel like I'm if I deal with it this way, then I can't be disappointed. So okay. that's how I deal it. But as you can never be happy. Silly as that may sound, that's the way I handle it. it the all, be all end all is to win the Stanley Cup. Of course, you're never. But, but, but I'm saying you're never going to be happy. This franchise is not going. The odds of them winning a Stanley Cup. Are astronomical as well, far as I'm I mean, concerned. Eddie, then why why do we follow this team if we're not hoping that they win a championship? I if we're just hoping they make the playoffs. You got to be a Mets fan or an Islanders fan. I love. First of all, I love hockey. Two, I love the players. I like being proud of my team. Certain guys, I, I have, I've said this many times. Listen, I want them to win the fucking Stanley Cup. Don't get me wrong. I want them to make moves that are in. But it seems like every team I root for is like the upper management is so dysfunctional. There's no way they're ever going to win. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you got James Dolan. We, we got Glenn Sater. But anyway, getting, getting away from that. If you come from the spot that something bad has always happened, going to happen, then you're always going to be right because things don't go. Majority of the time, 
If you think it's not going to last or this, they should have done this, they should have done that. The Rangers are 99% going to fall short like most franchises. You know, he, yeah. he, you know, there's a guy in Florida who's just, you know, I'm not rooting for them because they're not going to, it's not going to work. And it's always going to come true because, you know, or whatever team, there's only one team's going to win a Stanley Cup. And I, I just feel like this is the difference between me and you. And th- that's fine. But uh, I think right now we're in a bump in the road. Now, again, Five games from now, they still stink. They're giving up too many goals. Can Peter Laviolette fix this? Well, that's going to be the question. You know, and I mean, like like you guys said, and like Costa said, like you said, Drury had his hands tied. I think they could have possibly traded one of those <laughs> young players. I think they could have possibly traded Hedl while his value was at its peak. I think they could have traded – they could have traded one of one of the younger players for another younger player somewhere along the lines. Like, again, I'm not the general manager. It's not my job to know who you should trade for, who's available, who's not. We just saw Jamie Drysdale get traded. So, And that guy was drafted two years ago. I mean, I'm just saying oh, the, the, I, I, that there are moves that can be made. Is willing this GM willing to trade, make a hockey trade? And there are very that few I will agree with you. Really. that have the balls to do that, that have the stomach to do that. Yet not every young player has to develop. You can trade for another young player. I mean, I'm trying to think of something. Although Broussard was a little bit older than Zabinijad. I think he was actually like four or five years older. Like a trade, like a one-for-one where you think, oh, we'll trade Keandre Miller for, I don't know. I, I can't even think of a young I would have, Jim, I'm with you. I would have traded Miller two years ago. Like, uh, uh, you know. Suggested, uh, now, granted, I, I suggested trading him for Jacob Chikrin which probably wouldn't have been gone over well. But I just felt for the salary you got Chikrin for, I think a long run would have been a, a better signing. But and listen, everyone that thinks, and, and my partner, Sean, he is the most, I mean, he is the most optimistic Ranger fan, I think, on this planet. I don't know if there's anybody more optimistic than him. He thinks the Rangers are one of the best teams in the sport. He said he watches a lot of games. I don't see it. I think this team is three moves away. I think they got to replace Wheeler. I think they need to replace Gustafson with a big, strong tree of a defenseman. They need a Redwood, as as uh, as um, Brian Boyle said. I knew your favorite player, Jim, said on his show. They need a big defenseman that can clear the p- players out of the crease to play on that f- on that third line, on that third pairing of defenseman. Gustafson's not <laughs> the answer. He's been on eight freaking teams for a reason. He didn't play for Toronto in the playoffs last year. For, for a defenseman t- team that stinks on defense, he couldn't crack the Detrano lineup because he was porous defensively. And listen, was he great to start the season? Yeah. Has Wheeler had his moments? Absolutely. Benino has been fantastic. He's not a third-line center. So they need to get a third-line center if Hedl can't come back. They need to get a, a, a sixth defenseman, and they need to get a... um a winger to replace Blake Wheeler. They need three pieces, in my opinion, to get to that next level. And I, I don't know if this GM1 has the um, capacity to do that with the cap and everything else to move these guys out. And two, I, I, I don't think, you know, he, he might not have the stomach to do it. We'll see if he has the balls to make an actual trade. To, to A trade, again, and I hate, it's the only reference I have is 94. Neil Smith... If this team finishes in first in the conference, if this team 
has the makeup to win a cup, you're going to have to make a trade that hurts. Is Does Chris Drury have the stomach to make a trade that hurts? I don't, I don't think he does. That's my opinion. And this is coming from a guy that actually has a Stanley Cup in Drury. So I don't know. We're going to see. I think We're he makes see. some definitely cogent points. They're definitely good points. Uh, you know, uh, I took all the piss and vinegar out of me. I agree with you. I'm almost everything. Harper, uh, Harper being hurt does help them because I'll tell you right now, Harper defensively is better than, than, than Gustafson. And, guys, you don't need an offensive defenseman playing on your third pair. You don't. I mean, again, if, if, if Miller gets hurt or Fox gets hurt again and then you can slide Gustafson into play in your top four, then great. But in your top bottom six and your, bot, your, bottom, two, your bottom two defensemen need to be shut down guys. I just don't think you can win a championship when you have the mishmash that's back there. Well, I think I, I do agree with you that, that you want that third pairing. Basically, when they go against their other team's third and fourth lines to just uh, you want to get a tie out of it. No goals for no goals against. So, you know, what, you know, that's why I think Zach Jones and, uh, you know, having Schneider together is not really. But uh, Zach and, Jones will not be here. I think this is his swan song. They're going to package him at the trade deadline. Okay. I, I don't I just don't see it. I don't right. see it. But again, wow, I got to say people are responding. I don't know. I agree with you. They need they need they need a third line center. I wouldn't mind if they got a uh, What did you what did you think about uh you know, they let go uh Nico Mikola for a song. Would you've liked him in the, as a third pairing defenseman? Absolutely. But you couldn't pay him. I mean, this this again harkens back to giving you can't you can't go back. Obviously, the pandemic changed a lot of things. The the you know giving the money that they gave out. I think they thought the cap was going up, and it hamstrung them. I personally think Truba's been. I, I mean, obviously, you like him for a little bit less because he's not putting up points. But for, from a defensive standpoint, back there, he's a deterrent. He's the only deterrent this team has. This team is too nice, and I've said this a million times. There's too many guys out there that are just too nice. And this team is sometimes too easy to play against because they don't have anybody that's going to ruffle anybody's feathers. He's the only one. He's really the only one. So uh, you don't. He's a villain. You don't think. You don't think Trocheck ruffles anybody's feathers? I think he tries to. I just don't think he has. I just don't think mentally. I don't think anyone really takes him seriously. I mean, you look at him. Do you really take him seriously by looking at? No, him? he's smiling. That's why. Yeah. Listen, he's been. He's he's definitely played better this season than he did last year. The question is going to be for this team more than anything else, and obviously you need to get there, is how these guys, Panarin included. Now, Panarin, for the regular season, may be one of the best free agent signings in the history of the, of the New York Rangers, maybe the history of New York sports, regular season-wise. How is he going to be? How are these guys going to be when the power plays aren't as many? They can't still can't score five-on-five. Five. How is this team going to be when they're not getting as many power plays, when they're not – the ice isn't as free, when they're being checked more? That, that's what I'm concerned about. I said, I said this to Sean. I've said it to people in the group. This team lacks here, between the years, more than anything else. These mental lapses are, oh, shit, now what? And they panic. And to me, that is a mental problem. That is not a coaching problem. That is up here. That's upstairs. And I don't know how you fix that. 
I think you could have to- you could have Toe Blake and you could have Scotty Bowman behind the bench. But if you only can play the horses you have, and if they don't have the horses, they so only can go so far. All right. I'll let Jim jump in in a second because I feel like it's just me and you are doing our own show right now, which is great. We could maybe do an offshoot show. But here's the thing. Yeah, we could use another one. Yeah, I mean, uh, we – this is the team. You, you, you basically blame the core, the core, right, yes, for not having it players. up here. This is the same team two years ago mm-hmm. that were the comeback kids. They okay. – they, and, and as far as I'm concerned, with no help from the coach whatsoever, okay. we're able to come back in series mm-hmm. and and really show the intestinal fortitude that it needs in here to stay in the games. And I, Eddie, and I want – tell me they, what's different now. They beat a beat-up third-string goalie, barely beat a third-string goalie for the Penguins. They had to go to seven games. In a seven-game series. If Crosby's not after that series, they probably lose that series to Pittsburgh. If nuts and candy and nuts. Then, Toronto was awful. Awful for Carolina. Awful. Shouldn't even been an NHL goalie. It was embarrassing how how poor he was. He let a goal in from the corner. Terrible. I mean, you're talking – I mean – Again, they faced a third-string goalie and a backup goal and a second and the backup goalie, two series in a row, and they both series he still had to go to seven games. I mean, that's the way the mo of this team is. They don't win series quick. It's seven. Oh, seven we know games that. Here. I mean, then I, then I got to hear all oh, this backup goalie beats us all the time. Oh yeah, and and you're one of the first ones who'll beat that drum. Look, they're playing a, a rookie goalie. You know they're going to well, lose well, tonight. Well, the rookie goalie they've never seen before is is it's like the, it's like the Yankees like with the pitcher they've never seen before. And like you said, Ricardo Montalban, which was perfect. I mean, he's four zero and one against us. And I guarantee you, and this is one of my favorite lines, and I will use it. You could not pick up, pick that guy up out of a lineup. If he fell on you, you wouldn't know who that guy was for Montreal. And that's the Montreal starting goalie. And, and he's 4-0-1 against the Rangers. Carter Hutton, Jimmy Howard. I mean, and who, who am I missing? A bunch that oh, owned the Rangers. Devon, Devin Leva. Ben Bishop for years owned us. Big Ben I mean, Bishop. Okay. It's, I mean, it's listen, just I but what happens in two weeks and the Rangers go 5-0 and 1 or whatever they go? Are Listen, you still- Eddie, I'm not panic. I'm not, again, I'm not uh, panicking and saying that the, the season's over. Okay. I'm just trying to point out that this team has been flawed all season. And been, a lot of this stuff has been masked by their players. Oh, yeah, I, the winning masks a lot. other things that have happened. This happens in New York sports all the time. When you win, people don't. They don't analyze. They don't look. They just look at the wins. I've seen this happen with the Jets. When uh, uh, Zach Wilson, they were winning. I said, Zach Wilson, this guy's the worst quarterback in the world. I go, he has no sense of time out there. Mm-hmm. But when they beat the Giants, oh, look at Zach. He came back at the end of the game. I know you don't follow football. Or but when winning does mask a lot of things, people don't right. really delve into the. And, and I think that's what we all do, well, fans and the podcasts. Well, part of it, too, was, well, look at this. They're winning without Fox. They're winning without Shishurkin. They're winning, you know, with without Philip Heedle. So that was, that was okay. Like, well, all right, well, you know what? I can understand, you know, 
they're winning. But now those two guys come back, and I feel like the team has actually taken a step backward since those two guys have come back. They've actually been playing worse. Now, Lancet, Fox has been awful. And he was awful. I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know if it was two or three years ago. Fox hurt his wrist right before the All-Star break. And he was not the same the entire season until, I believe, the playoffs he's, he started to pick it up again. We may see the same thing. Same thing with Igor. Igor gets hurt, and then he goes through this period where he can't find his way for whatever reason. He did it last year. I don't know if you guys remember a game against Vancouver, ironically. The Vancouver had in a goalie, again, that we never heard before. It was the one time they owned a goalie that I never that just came out of nowhere, fourth, third, fourth-string goalie. And the Rangers barely beat Vancouver. I think they won 6-4. Eagle was terrible. I mean, there's just he has these moments in the season where he's just not good. But one thing I will say about last year, he was not this bad. I don't remember giving up six goals almost every game. You know, that, just that save that save percentage just worries me. I feel like he's been worse this year than last year. And I I don't know, maybe it's just because Quick played so well to start the season. But Artur Silovs is the goalie you're thinking of. Okay, thank you. Is the great Artur. <laughs> right, the great. He's but in the KHL. I'm just saying, it's like they have these these mental the mental lapses to me are the things that are the most concern the the most concerning. Yeah, and the, those the are the when, they get, when they're down in a game, you might as well just shut the TV off. I mean, I know the Montreal game. Montreal stinks, but. They came back from 3 nothing. Unlike you, Jim, I agree. I was okay with that. They showed fight. They came back. They moved on. Great. But, I mean, some of these games. Like, uh, you know, did, you ever, did you think at all they were going to come back last night against Ottawa? Did you think they would come back in that game? I mean. Well, the Rangers did make it 5-3. I mean, because they give up goals in bunches, after you get over that hump, I, I, I feel like, all right, now they settle down, maybe. I didn't think so last night. They just didn't have they a just, lot of shots on goal. Like they, they hit forty-four shots on goal. Did that? Did that game feel like a forty-four shot goal? Not a forty-four. No, shot it goal didn't. Night? It didn't really. No, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my thing with the Rangers is if you can keep the other team on the twenty-five shots, the Rangers should win a hundred percent of the games. And when that doesn't happen, there's something wrong. I hope it's just a funk. Jim, what do you have to say about this? Well, just getting back to what Rock was saying about last night, like last night's game. You know, they get they get themselves behind in these games, two and three goals, and it's such a hill to climb. And then they get one, and you feel like that's going to get them back into it, and it's almost like they ease off for a minute, like it like it 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 released a little pressure when they get that one goal. And then so many times they've gotten that one goal. They climb that hill forever, it seems like. They finally get that goal, and then they give one right back, or they give two right back in last night's case. Now, and what, what would you constitute that as? Like, uh, it, what what do you feel is that is the issue? Is that a coaching problem? I, I don't think so. I, I don't I – don't, I, I can't put my finger on it. Why? I mean, like I said at the top of the show, they're giving up the, they're giving up the early goal, the late goal, and then the goals in bunches. And I, I, and I try to look. And their first period, some nights, my God. I, I you know, I, Eddie, Eddie made a joke, but you know, sometimes I don't know what he said after the after the Rangers give up a goal. I feel like they should call timeout just to settle themselves for a minute because it's like they get into. I think it's 
I mean, to me, I think it's a player problem. I, I, I watch all the goals against, and I'm sure you do too. And right. I try to look for the where did this breakdown start to mm-hmm. occur? Right. And it's usually some long pass into the the Rangers zone. It's a then it's an isolated two on one, and then it's back. It's in the net. Yeah. It, it or be, it, the guy it beats be. the Rangers defense with one on one, and it's in the back of the net. You got to you got to give props that the. The the Pedersen goal was yeah, it was nice. I mean, that was phenomenal. And even the other goal, who who scored the other goal? Hoglander oh, or was Holander? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored a nice I mean, goal. I think yeah. Igor should have had that. I don't think that was a that was a nice move. But the goal itself through his legs like that, I I mean, right? Was, yeah, that was it wasn't a like little he bit. top top it would shelf be, under the bar. It went through his legs. It, it would be interesting, but time consuming to go back and look at the at the at the line reports and see. When they give up a, when they give up these goals in bunches, the two goals in two minutes or or less or three minutes or less, who's like what's the who's coming on the ice? Who's he putting on the like what what lines coming on the ice and giving up that second goal right away? You know what I mean? Is it always the same line or or is mm. it is it a, oh, is yeah. it a team wide problem? Is it you know or is it always uh, again? And Brett makes a good point. The Rangers can't clear the zone. Yeah, well they've had I mean, that problem for a while. I mean, yeah, they, that was another problem. Try to go off the boards; it doesn't get out. Everybody starts; they get like this uh, temporary palsy where they're too weak to get the puck out, and it's fucking in the. I mean, on on their third on Besser's goal last night. I mean, that all started because Blake Wheeler could not get the puck out, and then he right. did get it out. Then they then they're exhausted; they're struggling to get to the cha- to the to the thing to the um to the bench, and they got caught on a line change, and poof, it's in the net. But it all started because he he got out muscled by Connor Garland in the corner, getting the freaking puck out of the zone. Six foot six against five ten, out muscled in the corner. I, I just Judy Garland. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have been. I know it's so well, frustrating because I, I I actually had some higher hopes for Wheeler. I'm very disappointed in the way he's. So did I. I, I thought he would be decent. Another team, but he's just he's done. He's done. He's done. He certainly looks it. He ducks All down. Right, Rock, we're going to take yes. it. We're going to talk yeah, to Matt before we go. Join you. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. No Two problem. guys, one cup. It's on <laughs> Facebook. It's on every. Thank Catch you. I appreciate it. Great. That. Thanks, it's guys. Awesome. Thank you for letting I, me have I, some time. Good night. Take oh, care, Rock, for coming on. Bye. All right. I'm going to bring Matt on, and I have to I have to go use the facilities. I'll just be a minute. So if you want to talk to Matt real quick, and I'll be right back. Thanks for saddle me, saddling me with this. There That's he sad. is. Matt, how are you? <laughs> Be right back. Uh, your voice. Uh, I need your mic up. No volume. I don't think you have enough RAM in that computer. They don't call him Dead Air Morello for nothing. The M. No. How are you? Nothing. They're waiting. <laughs> you want to call back in? Try call uh, back in from your from your phone or something. All right, I, he's live from the Comac motor in here. Right, the Wi-Fi sucks. All right, call back in. All right, so I won't leave you then. I'll I'll hold it for. Isn't a minute. that how? Did I use that word right? Saddled. Saddled. Yes. I know. Uh, Patty Duke is a uh, a horsewoman. 
Yes. What do they call them? She's an equestrian lover. An equestrian. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, Actually, I just had to piss, if you must know. Ew. Uh, How uncouth of this broadcast. After what Sean said? Yeah. Well, you know what? Keandre Miller is knocking at your door. He's wanting to beat you up. Wow, another horsewoman as well, Diane Eck. Diane Eck as well, and Jen. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Patty Patty Duke and Jen, I believe, spent quite a bit of time talking horses at the the viewing party. Oh. My brother, uh, was he there, my brother, last time? No, he wasn't. I had to bring my brother. They can all talk about horses. I just post. Hang on. Hang on, Matt. Matt wants the link. The link. The link. I mean, again, I, I just a bump. I'm just concerned. Is it okay to be concerned? I think it is. I was concerned last year. Everybody told me I was crazy until I wasn't. Uh, well, I gotta say, horsewomen. My. Uh, my brother's ex was a horsewoman, and she's a total nut job. But uh, that's the one percenter. All right. Matt is back. Let's see. if he, Now he's got no video. He doesn't have enough RAM. Now it just says M. M for Matt. Somewhere Uh-oh. Cutter is laughing. I'll tell you the that Islanders one. are losing three nothing to the Nucks, and they're back up. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe she was. I this this woman was crazy. I mean, I, I I I could do a whole show on her. Anyway, she's probably listening. Uh, why is she with Larry? She's with Larry Brooks. She's uh typing. He's typing for for Larry tonight. Uh. Well, why are we waiting for Matt? Uh, how do you like this other stuff? Uh, it's Cutter Gauthier. Uh Refusing to play with the Flyers. Saying uh, he doesn't want. He was a high draft pick, right? Yeah. And uh, he says, I don't want to play in Philadelphia, which uh, I think most of us agree with us, agree that we wouldn't want to play in Philadelphia. He gets traded to Anaheim for Jamie Drive. Do you think he didn't want to play for Philadelphia, or do you think he didn't want to play for Torts? I think Torts. Because apparently... What's Anaheim offering you, other than fun in the sun? Right, because apparently Briere said, Daniel Briere said that he spoke to this kid before they drafted him, and he was fine with being drafted by Philadelphia. So I'm wondering if maybe he just didn't want to... Maybe he didn't want to play for Tortorella. Maybe maybe he sees maybe he sees Dan Girardi using a walker at the age of thirty seven and he didn't want to play for maybe you don't want to be hollered at. Right. Look Hello? at this. We could see you. Can you hear me now? Hey, that's, hey that's, 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 uh, there we go. Fantastic. Uh, what's up, guys? All right. All right. Oh, he's got his Michigan shirt on. All right, now I'm gonna go. Nice. Use- I'll be back in a minute. National, national champions. champions. Yeah. 
All right, Matt, you've listened to a lot of the, uh, the, the opinions and the views of everybody. What's wrong? What's your take? Well, as somebody that was there Saturday night, um, obviously when you go to a game, the, the perspective of it is different than on TV because your angles are different and looking at it. That Even though they tied it 3-3, they looked like they could get nothing going of any substance. And again, from the upper deck of the Bell Center, some of those goals looked just really, really lucky from my vantage angle. Not saying I had a great look at things. And obviously, like I said, the appearance of in the building from way up versus the great view on TV could be different. But it was just so frustrating that they would get one shot on goal and then the puck would go out of the zone and they would have to regroup or they couldn't get a second, third, fourth chance going. And it was the constant passing to nowhere and the puck would go into the corner and then they would get cleared out. Uh, I was beyond happy to get a point out of that despite playing the worst team in the league or bottom two, bottom three, who they should have annihilated. Now I was watching the game and I, because I've never been to the Bell Center, that crowd was, again, you were there, so maybe my the vibe I got was is that they were very, like, kind of wait and see. Like, they weren't, like, really charged up for the game. I think they probably, fans came thinking that they were going to get whitewashed by the Rangers, you know. It, is What kind of vibe did you get when you were there? Um, I would disagree a little bit. They are very... They're very loud because that building is very big. Um, okay. That go Habs go is very fucking annoying in person because <laughs> they just do it over. And there were a lot of Ranger fans there. Shockingly, I thought it was going to be like, well, the Rangers always have fans everywhere, but it's not going to be a lot. There was a lot more than I expected that showed up. And Ranger fans were starting to do let's go Rangers chance. And then, of course, they got drowned out really quickly with their go Habs go. Um, so they were very vocal, but they weren't. It, it was almost like a garden crowd where they didn't instigate the chanting first. It was the Ranger fans who did it, and then they quickly drowned it out. Okay. Fuck those frogs. <laughs> they, they, I was telling Jim over text, they did a very annoying. The most annoying part was they have in every section these and it was most it was all women in those like overalls that you would see the people in like an auto body shop wearing and oh like uh, the come on eileen video yes and they were holding <laughs> they were holding tambourines and every no joke five seconds would be hitting the tambourine to just make noise and do chants whether it was go habs go or just any Dumb th it was driving me, my dad, my brother, and the Ranger fans around us just absolutely apeshit. To the point, I'll admit, when the Rangers tied at 3-3, I just started looking at the two on each end of the section and go, where are your tambourines? Come on, let's hear it. <laughs> Now, that might have been the kiss of death because, you know, we lost. But you know, we've all been there when you go to a road game and there's that stupid, annoying thing that the other team will do in person. And then you come back and tie or win a game, and you just want to shove it in their face. I'll admit, I got caught up in the moment with it. Now these 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 women that were wearing the overalls, did they? I know the French the, the French Canadians. They like that. They don't like to shave their pits. Did you see any uh, hairy armpits? 
they were wearing like a three quarter length shirt. So I oh, okay. can't report whether I like, that was I like or... the fact that that's my hard hitting question. Did you see any uh, Harry Pitts? It's investigative journalism. I will say this was my first. So the only time I've ever been to Canada was Toronto. I had been there twice. So Montreal or Quebec in general versus Ontario is completely different culturally and everything. Right. Um, they hate when you speak English because they want you to speak French because that is clearly the dominant language. And they look down on us dirty Americans so badly when they start speaking French and then you just hey, say, oh, oh, say we, we. just tell them if it wasn't for us they'd all be speaking German. All right. Uh, they like hearing that. Well, it's not they, literally they France. It's Quebec. French Canadians, though. I'm sure the Germans would have taken them, too. Maybe. Uh, um, I will... Hey, listen, I mean, uh, yeah, I could see that be annoying. I don't... Uh, I hate, I used to hate when uh, the Canadian fans would invade the garden because they, they're so entitled. I think they, uh, you know, they, they were not happy with how the Ranger fan invaded that building. You could just tell. It, Good. And, yeah, I didn't care. I, I, I went from thinking, great, I came all the way here, we're going to get blown out, to you get so invested once they tied it. I'm like, oh, I just want to win now because right. this would be great to shut them up. And I don't know if this has been talked about uh, so far, but that shootout, the fact they threw Lafreniere out there third, and I'm not normally a guy that gets annoyed with the shootout lineup because it's such a crapshoot, but you're telling me that Lafreniere that night was the third best person to shoot over, I could name three or five other people I would have rather thrown out there. Again, and I really haven't critiqued Laviolette a whole lot, and I know it's a very small, trivial thing, but... A lot of the people when we were walking out that were Ranger fans were going, I, I don't get where he came up with this as his option. Uh, I did mention that earlier. That yeah. Now, I don't know because of I don't know, family. I think, I the think half the time it's, it's playing a hunch. Yeah, but I, the, the guy is I not – he doesn't have hands. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I question you, but it's Monday he, morning quarterback. Didn't he score a shootout goal earlier this season? Never. Never? never he might, he I'm only kidding. Him. I don't know if he has or not. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I could. I, Lafreniere's mom and dad are interchangeable, by the way. I couldn't tell each other. <laughs> That's what Chris said. And he I scored agree. against Elvis Merzlikens against Columbus. Uh, all right, you got speaking me. of uh speaking of the parents of the Rangers, uh -huh. so we're at we're at a bar beforehand down the block. Whose parents showed up? Uh, let me guess. Uh, who would have alcoholic parents? Uh, <laughs> DeAndre Miller. <laughs> uh, you're in the right ball field, but not the right race. Uh, <laughs> the right <laughs> race. Uh, Jim Pack. No, I don't know. Uh, Brendan Othman. Oh! And I only recognize them because two nights before, you know, uh, Toucan Sam and uh, the other idiot just kept shoving it down your face. They kept showing the camera of them. Oh. So it was in my head, and all of a sudden I see them. I go, wait a minute. Why do yeah, I recognize His mother was on the phone the whole game. Is that? Oh, she yeah. She was on the I, phone. Every time she they showed the his mother, she was on her phone. Mike, your uh, son's playing in his NHL debut. You're on your phone. Get off the phone. Right. 
What the fuck? Was, was, husband, was her husband there? I don't remember this. Yep. Yeah. He was there. Now, the husband's got to say, get off the phone. And his sister. Well, his sister, sister was not at the bar. I was very disappointed. She didn't look old enough to be at a bar. Eh. Wow. Canada crazy. has a younger age for it. I think they only have to be 18. Maybe Doug was making out with her outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Doug. God bless him. God bless Dougie. Uh, you go, Doug. So you have any questions from uh, Matt? I've asked him about the armpits and the uh, Matt. The Matt said that, Matt, yeah, Matt said that the well, he was texting me during the game. He said the people weren't very nice to him. Yeah, well, it's it, it's. I don't know if it's the you know uh, the arrogance of the French people, uh, but they are again like when you speak English or they know you're American or maybe New York or a combination of the two. They just treated us like absolute pieces of crap. See, that's weird. It's weird because my experience in Montreal was was pretty good actually, and when I went to Quebec when they had a hockey team and I went there for the playoffs against the Rangers, they were all pretty nice to, to us, except for the, the girl that sat behind us that went batshit crazy when the Rangers started blowing Quebec out. I mean, she, she flipped out. Her boyfriend had to carry her out of, the, out of Lake Colisee. He carried wow. her up the stairs because she was flipping out. I'm kind of jealous that you went to, you got to go to Lake Colisee. Yeah, it was cool. And there weren't many Ranger fans. These were the days before you could buy tickets on, you know, the internet, you know, get them on the ah. internet. So my brother actually had to call and get them, you know, through Canadian Ticketmaster or, you know, Canadian Tire or, you know, Cutter's uncle or something. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. Huh. All right. Well, there you go. And uh, so you were pretty much. Uh... Uh, pretty much okay. We just got a point out of this. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, what, with a backup goalie. You, yeah, once you went down 3-0 and then you got to the point of tying it, the minute overtime happened at that point, I said, all right, I'll take this as, you know, what overtime now is, the moral win of you get the, the loser point or the participation point. Uh, it was one of the few times where you can't get annoyed given the situation. Although, if you're the glass half empty Ranger fan, like most of us are, you could say this team sucks. We should have blew them out. It's still a loss, so to speak. But you know, over an 82 game season, I'd rather have one point than have none. I concur. I agree with that. Are you noticing with Quick? That, and again, maybe it's age, or we just weren't used to him outside of the finals. Uh, you know, because he was all the way on the West Coast. But he very often, or maybe it's more recently, he made that one save where he was on his side and had his legs kicked out, and he does the whole flailing act like he's JD. But he is, and especially in that Montreal game, he was doing that a lot, where that's like his go-to bailout move, and it just it scares the shit out of me he every time he does it. He, he does. He, he flails. He's a flailer. Yeah, he goes into full whale-out mode. Like, he's just on his back, and he's on. Yeah, like JD, like you said. And he does that Henrik thing where if he thinks the puck went past him, he turns his head, which is always any goalie that does that to me when they think it goes past them and they do that over-the-shoulder look, that just is – oh, and Henrik did that towards the end of his career and now Quick's starting to do it. That's always that, uh-oh, they're not confident in how they're playing if they're, like, second-guessing themselves. 
Yeah, there were a well, couple of shots where he looked up at his glove and the puck was behind him off the post or off the crossbar. Yeah, it's going to – listen, I, it's not going to be easy. I mean, it started off looking like it's going to be a cakewalk, but the Rangers have hit some bumps, and we'll see what's going to go on. How much were the How much were the tickets? They were actually very affordable. So when you take in, like, the Canadian exchange rate, three tickets came out to, like, a little over 200 bucks. For per all ticket three. or total? For all three? Total. 200 total. bucks American? Yeah. That's pretty reasonable. Uh, that's right. That's very reasonable. What do they get? What do they get for a beer at that that place? <laughs> Less than oh. ten bucks. Really? Less than wine. They only have wine. That's it. They got that, that, they got that Molson export in that place. They, I thought it was going to only be Molson or Labatt, but they had your regular Coors Light, you know, all that other. But everything was dirt, dirt cheap. Like I got a Ranger hoodie in a shop for thirty five dollars. Their money, which was like twenty something ours. Like, if you want to go there, you'll get out of there, you know, dirt cheap. Every restaurant we were in was, you know, the food was decent and it wasn't that expensive at all. We watched the football game Sunday before we flew out and, you know, it was relatively. Don't watch your American football here. Get out. No, they, they, <laughs> see, I thought that was the case. They much prefer our football and don't give a rat's ass about that football they play over there. You mean the Montreal Manique? No, the Alouettes. <laughs> oh, the Alouettes. Alouettes. I vote you yeah, they don't care about their football. We asked who's, them about that. Who's going to a Canadian's game and drinking Coors Light? Us, the Americans. The filthy American swine. <laughs> uh, Robert yeah, Schmidt's taking you to task here, uh, man. He says, uh, Rangers dominated Montreal in the second and third. What game were you watching? Uh, the one from the upper deck of the Bell Center where when I had fat people next to me because the Canadian seats are this thin, I'm shocked I'm still breathing. I was so, you know, squished in there. You were there. You were like the uh, the uh, jaws of life there. <laughs> well, it's between that and they had um, the old school railing in front of the seat. So oh, you, had... you can't put your – yeah. I get you, you couldn't move. You're like holding on, trying to lean over. Because it's on like an incline. Uh, so there was, I sent Jim the photo. Our seat wasn't obstructive to the ice or anything, but everybody's like, oh, when you go to the Bell Center, you got to look at all the banners, the 24 Stanley Cups, and all the retired numbers. We couldn't see it because they had this like catwalk that was covering oh, it. The so Chase Bridge. Just, yeah, their version of the Chase Bridge. Right? <laughs> huh. Scotia Bank Bridge. But uh, well, compared to every other NHL arena I've been to, uh, I would say the Bell Center is actually on the lower end uh, because it seems like they built it in the 90s and it was, you know, modern. But they haven't done a whole lot to bring it up to up current. To yeah, like I would say the Prudential Center is way better. TD Garden is way better. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, a transition. Yeah, they they transition. Well, I don't like as a, a larger mammal. I don't like those tiny seats that they built for like people from 1950. You know, like the, everybody used to be skinnier in the 50s. Like you go to, uh, if you go to uh, Wrigley, those seats are fucking so small. And there's no room for your knees, like you said with the railing. I mean, it, it it's it's just uncomfortable. I don't even know how skinny people could do it. It's like I you're mean, at a game in Ebbets Field. Yeah, yeah, although I was never to Ebbets Field, uh, but yeah, it's well, like uh, 
uh, update it. I want cushions. This is the, uh, you know, we got heated seats in the movie theaters. Now I got, you go to a hockey game, you got to sit there for three hours like a fucking schmo. You can't even be comfortable in the seats. Two fat guys sit in between you. You know, it's bad when I was the week before at the the mausoleum for AEW and the seat was a lot better there and I had no problems there. And I wanted to bash that place every way up, down, left and right. And other than them not having French fries at Nathan's, which makes absolutely no sense. What? But, Why even have? Oh, uh, yeah, I was needing to tell you this. Fries, they're awesome. Well, I wasn't able to have them because you would think in New York, at a place that has Nathan's, you would have French fries. No, they didn't. You should write a letter to Harry M. Stevens and complain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, such a washed reference. Harry Why M. don't I get Crossroads Consulting to do it? Yes. Mitch Beck at company. Yes. Are they still selling those uh, uh, those cupcakes there? No, the cup, the tattoo shop wasn't there anymore. I was looking to get another tattoo. Lou uh, wasn't there. Yeah, yeah the, the there's plenty of uh, bullet wounds though in the parking lot from the gun shop across the street and needles, but you can get plenty of that. But no, the the cupcake was shop you, and the tattoo shop. Joy uh, Rosen uh, having sex in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, she was, you know, for 20 bucks, you got 10 minutes with her in the parking lot to ring in the new year. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your update. Uh, I'm glad uh, you went. I'm, I wish it would have been better results, but uh, I think this is what's your take on the Rangers' walls before we let you go here? Because we're at the, we're yeah, on a hard, um, coming up on a hard break here. Uh, Overall, look, it's an 82-game season. Am I happy with how they're playing? No. Uh, you couldn't keep how hot they were playing forever. I think there's problems, for sure. I agree with people that tr – uh, not true, but Miller is I – I'm seeing regression or I'm not seeing what we once thought we had. I Stinks. think one of the – well, I, I can't disagree. I think, if anything, and I don't want to look towards the offseason, I'm not Costa – but I will say the one thing with his capnomics, sabernomics with the uh, salary cap, like you said, Eddie, I think last offseason, if he wants six million or six and a half million, no thanks. You know, as much as he's heart and soul and he's a, a team leader, I, I don't want to pay a guy six, six and a half million who gets hurt every game or every couple games. I can't do it. You could find that elsewhere for less, at least in my opinion. You make sense. You're talking good now. Stinks. Wow, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, and, and again, he gives you no offense. That's my other problem with him. And I know not every player is going to be, you know, Luke Hughes with the Devils with 10, 15 goals. But I'm not paying a guy $6 million who's hurt all the time and gives me nothing offensively in return. Well, I, I, I retract that stinks. I think Ryan Lindgren's a good player. I like him. But uh, not, I don't, not for $6 million. Take a walk, Charlie. You'll, you'll be a third-pairing defenseman in two years. That's that's what he's he's headed towards, or on the Michael Sauer uh, plan. Yeah, he's just. But then you know, right now everybody's got a target on their back with the Rangers because nobody's really playing well except for that second line. I mean, that's it. So and and look, Wheeler. I was negative on the signing in the summer because I thought this is an old guy. This was like a Sather move if there ever was one. He had his you know fifteen minutes of fame in the beginning of the year, but. I think the sad reality is, is we got a guy 
you know, on the senior citizens list that was dirt cheap because he wanted to play and there's nothing left anymore. There's, there's no mustard left in the bottle. Exactly. Exactly. Cried's got 20 goals. I'm not saying, but five on five, these guys got to start making some differences. Euro. I mean, I don't know. Well, thank you so much. Three guys that score. If it's not Kreider, if it's not Panarin, if it's not Sabanajad, we more and Trocheck. If it's not, we get screwed. Those are, that's all where the scoring has sadly come from on a consistent basis. And Jimmy VC on the fourth line with seven goals. I mean, that's really nobody else scores. And look, BC's played great. And uh, he, I was critical of him when he was here the first time, but for what he's done and how he reinvented himself, I'll eat crow. Yeah, definitely. Especially with that tiny head he's got. All right, Matt. Thank you so much. Thanks for the report, Matt. Thank you. No problem. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Did you happen to see the did you happen to see the picture I posted in our group from the Devils game the other night? No, I did not. The girl with her hand down her boyfriend's pants. Oh, yes, I did see that. Yes. There's video. Can we can we see it? Can we see it? You got me all charged up here. <laughs> Can we see it? What is she doing? Is she really doing what she looked like she was doing? I got a class, the class, classy fans over there. Uh, you, you tell me what she's doing. Is this uh? <laughs> Hey, baby, check my prostate during the national anthem, will you? All right. What the fuck? I mean, I've seen everything now. <laughs> I mean, I could see if she was, like, stroking them off or whatever. But having a finger up your ass, that, that, how does that Devil's pleasurable head. in that scenario? I'm standing up during the national anthem. and Hey, honey. Hey. You know, let's do something crazy at the game. Right. Stick your finger up my ass. Look, I wore my droopy drawers just in case. The guy already had droopy drawers. He was all ready for it. <laughs> she was full on in. That's disgusting. I have, let me tell you something. There is stuff. I don't find anything disgusting. I am a fucking wretch of a human being. Okay. <laughs> that to me is disgusting. They're, uh, Devils fans. These fucking people are just fucking out of their minds. During the anthem? Uh, I'm sure the veterans appreciated that. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe he put his wallet between his cheeks and she was I, trying to get it. If I was sitting behind, I would not have been able to keep keep silent. I would have been like, I wouldn't have been. I would have been narrated. What are you doing? Are you checking his temperature? What are you doing? Look at his broad. Are you going to eat with that hand? Yeah. She grabs the nachos. (laughs) Right. I got to say. Anybody got any hand sanitizer? (laughs) What the fuck were these people thinking? Oh, God. Savages. What you look one like? more one more thing for you before before we say goodnight. 
<laughs> changing his oil. Can you name that? There he is. Can you name that? You, you know who that is? Can you name that player? Oh, man. I'm trying to. I cannot name that player. Can you give me a I, hint? Uh, Did he play with uh, the Rangers at any point? Uh, no. Greg? Oh. I don't. No, go ahead. Uh, hang on. Let's see. Uh, Tor- played Former Toronto Maple Leaf. Mm-hmm. Also played for the Blackhawks. And then spent most of his career in the minor leagues. Uh, Diane Eck nailed it. Wow. He was in Slapshot, too. Wow. People, <laughs> Jen said it looked like you as a kid. Thanks. <laughs> wow. I chubby with bad hair. It's got to be Jim. Well, you had bad hair as a kid? No. Not really. I don't know. I had, well, I had a kid's I mean, haircut. I used to get the John John. They named it after John F. Kennedy Jr. It was a haircut. It was ridiculous. I look like Chaka from fucking, uh, uh, what was that? Land of the Lost. <laughs> Harry. Sorry. Wow. All right. That's, I see, that's all we got. We ran late tonight, man. Two and a half hours of commercial free entertainment. Yeah. Diane, when good. did you win? I don't know. You get a date as, with Bruce Boudreaux. As Costa would say, still good. Still good. Uh, you know, their show's more serious than your show. You know, fucking Siskel and Ebert together. It's fucking dope. <laughs> he just can't help himself. What was what was the name of their band? Stupid Cube? Stupid Cube. A little more serious than Idiot Box. <laughs> right. All right. So that's uh, it. Who we got coming up there playing? They're playing some... Uh, St. Louis tomorrow night. St. Louis is bad. In St. Louis. That game's, that's an 8 o'clock game. Although St. And Louis a, and a then young goaltender that's playing well. And then a good old-fashioned home-and-home with the Capitals. Saturday in Washington. Sunday at home. Oh wow! Ryan Reeves is going to take out Tom Wilson. This is the this is the weekend. He's finally going to do retribution it. Retribution is happening, folks. Get ready. The deterrent will be on the ice. Let's and the Rangers, like Toronto, the Rangers are going to sign him for three years. But yeah, good old a good old fashioned home and home. I like it. They don't seem I to like do it. these anymore, right? Very much. Yeah, and Tom Wilson is hurt for. Oh. And did you see Jack Hughes for the aforementioned? Pro- Prostate, he's rubbing <laughs> devils. <laughs> it's going to be week to week. That's a big loss. Wow. So uh, tomorrow night, MSG. Saturday afternoon, they're on ABC. And then Sunday afternoon, they're on MSG. On that ABC game is Keith Jackson and uh, Frank once Boyle. Again, that game. Once again, brilliant scheduling. By the NHL, first weekend of the NFL playoffs. Let's play a couple of afternoon hockey games. I am convinced that the schedule is being made by Chat GPT or whatever that thing's called. They put it in an AI thing, and that's what happened. 
because it makes no sense. Saturday, well, Saturday, there the the football game is at fourth. There's a game at four thirty, and then an eight p.m. game. Sunday, there are games all day, so they will be up against the Steelers and Bills game. Huh. I haven't so really looked. Ryan at Leach part. will have a decision to make. He's a big Bills fan. Oh yeah, that's right. He's one of the, he's part of the Bills mafia. All right, that's about it. Oh, too loud. Turn that. That's good. Good enough. I got the levels. Ah, uh, it's too high. Then you can't even talk over it. Oh, that's better. Thanks everybody for being here. Don't forget viewing party February twenty fourth. Yes, Sam and JD. We love you guys. Eddie, always a pleasure. Yes. Try to stay calm, everybody. I, I haven't been a good example. I've been losing my mind. I even stood up like four times today. We Thank love you all. all for being here. We had a big crowd tonight. We appreciate it. We know there's 800 podcasts to choose from. We're glad you choose ours. We're just glad this one's still good. That's true. Well, it depends who you talk to. You talk to Coastal, he'll start to disseminating. Right. right. The, we're not the most people. serious show, but we never intended to be. So, remember, don't panic. Don't panic. All show. is well. All right, we'll see you guys next week. We love you. Good night, everybody. Take care. Ooh.